ஹரே கிருஷ்ணா வெல்கம் டு திஸ் எபிசோட் ஆஃப் ஆஸ்க் மீ எனி திங் மண்டேஸ் திஸ் இஸ் த எபிசோட் டுவெண்ட்டி ஒன் ஸோ இன் தீஸ் எபிசோட்ஸ் வீ ட்ரை டு ஆன்சர் யோர் கொஸ்டின்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் ஷில பிரபுபாத்ஸ் புக்ஸ் ஓம் நமோ பகவதே வாசுதேவாய ஓம் நமோ பகவதே வாசுதேவாய ஓம் நமோ பகவதே வாசுதேவாய ஓம ஜானதிமிராந்தஞ்சனலாக்கையா சக்ஷுரன்மீலிதமேனே நமச்சைத்தியமனோஷ்டம்ஸ்தூத்தலேயம் ததாத்திஸ்வந்தேஹம் ஸ்ரீகுரோஸ்ரீயுதமலம்ரீகுருன் வைஷ்ணவாஸ்ரீரூபாத்தம் சகணரகுநாத்தீவம் சாத்வைத்தம் சாவதூத்தம் பரிஜனசிதம் கிருஷ்ணச்சைத்தியம் ஸ்ரீராதாகிருஷ்ணபாதான் சகணலலிதாஸ்ரீவிஷாகான்விதே கிருஷ்ணகருணாசிந்தோ தீனபந்தோ ஜகத்பே கோபேஷோபிகாந்தராதாகாந்தனமோஸ்துதே தப்தகாஞ்சனகௌராங்கீராதே வந்தாவனேஸ்வரி வருஷானுசுதேவிணமாமி ஹரிப்பிரியே வாஞ்சாக்கல்பருபியிருபாசிந்துபிதிதானேபியோ வைஷ்ணவேபியோ நமோ நம நமோம் விஷ்ணுபாதாய கிருஷ்ணப்பிரேஷாய பூத்தலே ஸ்ரீமதே பக்திவேதாந்தாமினே நமஸ்தே சாரஸ்வதிதேவேகௌரவாணிச்சாரிணே நிர்விசேஷூன்யவாதி பாச்சாத்தியதேஷதாரிணே ஜய ஸ்ரீகிருஷ்ணச்சைத்தியபிரபுநித்தியானந்த ஸ்ரீஅதைதாதர ஸ்ரீவாசிகௌரபக்தவிருந்த ஹரே கிருஷ்ண ஹரே கிருஷ்ண 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 ஹரே 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 ராம ஹரே ராம 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 ஹரே ஹரே கிச்சஸ்து செகண்ட் ரைட் ஸோ this is the ask me anything mondays so let's jump straight into the questions okay first question Okay, the question is by Pooja <coughs> Sunkapur Mataji. Sometimes I forget what I hear or read Prabhupada books. How to remember and follow Prabhupada's instruction wholeheartedly because we just hear but don't follow. So, in order to remember, we just have to read. We, we just have to keep on reading again and again. Um, and the more we read, the more... the philosophy stays with us and then the instructions stay with us and also you know um we have to regularly hear reading and hearing 
because the more times we hear how many times prabhupad says in his books that you know you are not the body you are you know <laughs> how many times we are part and parcel of krishna we we have lost count how many times he did that and that's because we need to hear that many many times in fact uh, few people have said this actually they said uh, why does prabhupad just be is very repetitive he's saying the same things over and over again like you know we are not the body and all that. i mean we understood okay what what next anything next the thing is the next thing we we are not qualified to listen even actually prabhupad has mentioned everything in his books but because of our lack of realization we only come back to that one point hmm. so the thing is that we have to understand that first and it's not easily understood in fact there is such a verse in bhagavad gita 229 aascharyavat pashyati kaschidenam aascharyavat vadati tathaiva chanya aascharyavat chainam anya shrunoti shrutva apyenam vedana chaiva kaschi some look on the soul as amazing some describe him as amazing and some hear of him as amazing while others even after hearing about him cannot understand him at all so this is our um, position we are re- listening it to it so many times until some people get even bored about it <laughs> if i have become bored about it that means i have not understood the importance of it so we just have to the anyway the point is that we have to regularly read and then slowly it will stay and then of course we have to hear from devotees and also engage in services and try to memorize the verses shlokas that's another um, way to remember the instructions it's very easy to remember instructions when we remember the shloka and understanding the meaning of each word it's way easier to uh, remember <coughs> so anyway b- but first we have to understand the the general philosophy um but to remember those points philosophical points we have to remember the verses shlokas so that's why shri prabhupad wanted us wanted all the devotees to learn shlokas he said why did i spend so much time writing all these word to word meanings is it to show off my scholarship no proper said exactly like this uh, it is not to show off my scholarship or something like that oh i know every single word in sanskrit no the whole point is to give us a chance so that we can learn these verse words even though we may not know sanskrit uh, we can learn these words is actually a dictionary hmm a dictionary of sanskrit uh, prabhupad's w- books are a dictionary of sanskrit apart from being uh, spiritual treasure house so we can actually learn all these words and learn the meaning of every single word and we can learn the shlokas that's the reason why he labored so hard to translate these books robert said like this many times hmm. he corrected the pronunciation when they were pronouncing and he he many times stressed that these word to word meanings are you know we need to take advantage of these things You just imagine 700 verses in Bhagavad Gita, 18,000 verses of Bhagavatam, 11,500 verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Every single word is translated. 
you know how much work that is that's a lifetime's work almost but he did it in about one decade and that too while traveling while setting up temples while training up devotees while handling so many problems within the society i mean while spreading the holy name all over the world he did it so i mean this is completely uh, only an empowered personality can do like this an extremely empowered personality so he he slept very little only for us so therefore we have to take it very seriously <clears throat> so don't worry too much about not remembering just keep on reading and try to memorize shlokas and how to memorize shlokas i have done a big course on that a free course on youtube uh, the whole playlist is there on our um, iskm tv youtube channel it's a seven videos series very very long actually they were conducted as live streams last year 2020 so they are there for you know reference so maybe the, that link can be shared here in the comment section so you can learn there it's not very difficult but if you understand the science behind it it becomes even more easier mm-hmm. all right so next question so this is from omkar tavare So the question is Hare Krishna Tatvi Prabhu in 524 it is said that moon is far from sun then how an eclipse day moon is coming in front of sun Shrimad Bhagavatam 5 24 2 Yad adastaraner mandalam प्रतपतस्तरतो योजनायुत आचक्षते द्वादशसहस्रम सोमसोदशसहस्रमोर् यर्वि तद्यवधान वैराबंध सूर्याचंद्रमसावती सोर्स ऑफ हीट एक्सटेन्स फॉर टेन थाउजेंड योजनर्स 80000 miles the moon extends for 20000 yojanas 160000 miles and rahu extends for 30000 yojanas 240000 miles formerly when nectar was being distributed rahu tried to create a dissension between the sun and moon by interposing himself between them rahu is inimical toward both the sun and moon and therefore he tries to cover the sunshine and moonshine on the dark moon day and full moon night so here is explanation of the eclipse that you have asked in this verse itself that uh, rahu is the one which blocks the sunlight on these ecl- eclipses <coughs> okay there is the there is a uh, link for the this is the link for the shloka learning course this is on facebook i think the youtube playlist link can be given so that will be easier for people to watch i prefer the youtube links always 
as much as possible so you see here as stated here the sun extends for 10000 yojanas and the moon extends for twice that or 20000 yojanas the word dwadash should be understood to mean twice as much as 10 or 20 mm that is interesting dwadash means usually 12 but here it is like dwa dasha twice as much as 10 or 20 in the opinion of vijayadhvaja the extent of rahu should be twice that of the moon or text of the bhagavatam vijayadhvaja cites the following quotation concerning rahu rahu soma ravinam tu mandala dvigunoktitam this means that rahu is twice as large as the moon which is twice as large as the sun this is the conclusion of the commentator vijayadhvaja so in that case it should be 10 and then 40 or extend hmm. something like that so anyway these numbers are there so i mean what is it said here trayodasha 30 you see dwadasha means Dwadasha Sahasra means 12,000 but here it is 20,000 so there is some explanation here so anyway we can see that the Rahu is the one which is uh, causing the eclipse that is stated in the verse itself <coughs> so this is uh, not understood by westerners western astronomers the thing is the moon but it's not the case anyway the answer is there itself okay so the next question hari krishna prabhu please accept my humble obeisances all glories to prabhupad um i have few questions one when god created this world was what was his purpose for creating a man and woman what kind of jobs or duties were we supposed to have are we progressing as a society or are we regressing so there are three questions in question one okay <clears throat> so what was his purpose for creating a man and woman भगवद गीता प्रजा सृष्ट्वा पुरोवाच प्रजापति अनेन प्रसविष्यधुक इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ क्रिएशन द लॉर्ड ऑफ ऑल क्रीचर्स सेंट फॉर्थ जनरेश along with sacrifices for vishnu and bless them by saying be thou happy by this yagna or sacrifice because its performance will bestow upon you everything desirable for living happily and achieving liberation so he sent forth generations praja so the universe the universe had to be populated with all those rebellious souls that are there merged in the body of mahavishnu so they are put in the universes millions and trillions of universes and to bring them forth there is this uh, man and woman of course there are also asexual 
um, reproductions like sometimes in the plants um, but um, he made this so that not only there is praja but there is also um, attachment because ultimately we want to be like Krishna that's why we are here in this material world because we wanted to become as good as Krishna so we cannot become just a second I will just adjust this we cannot become Krishna so that's impossible so what happens so we want to enjoy like Krishna has so many you know gopis girlfriends so we also want to have so that's why we are given the opposite sex so although here there is man and woman but actually even the so-called woman in this material world is acting in the uh, role of a purusha or a male male means the enjoyer and female means the enjoyed so we are actually prakriti um, energy of the lord <coughs> and energy is always shakti is always female Shaktiman is male. <coughs> so we are supposed to be enjoyed by the, by the Lord, but we wanted to be the enjoyer. And therefore we are put here. And we are given the opposite gender to enjoy our senses. Um, and that will keep us bound. Because this is like a prison house. This is prison. This material world is a prison house. So, but you don't see bars. You don't see those <coughs> metal bars. What kind of prison house is this? So, this prison house, the the shackle is the woman. I think. Um, You see this? This is 7, 6, 17 and 18. This is spoken by Prahlad Maharaj. Yato na kaschid kvachakutra chidva dina svamatmana malam samartha vimochitum kama drisham vihara kridam rugoyan nigado visarga tato vidurat parihritya daitya daityeshu sangam vishayatma keshu Upetanarayanamadidevam Samukta Sangai Rishitopa Vargaha So here, I think these words are a bit small, right? Okay. So here, you see Nigado. Nigado means shackle. Krida Amriga, Playboy. Now here. My dear friends, O sons of the demons, it is certain that no one bereft of knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead has been able to liberate himself from material bondage at any time or in any country. Rather, those bereft of knowledge of the Lord are bound by the material laws. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Evam yovetti tattvataha janma karma chame divyam 
त्यक्वादेहम पुनर्जन्मनाइति मामेति सोर्जुनम दोज हु नो मी दे विल कम बैक टू मी नो मोर रीबर्थ बट दोज हु डोंट हियर हियर इट इज सेड नोज व्हाट विल हैपन टू दोज हु डोंट रादर दोज बिरफ्ट ऑफ नॉलेज ऑफ द लॉर्ड आर बाउंड बाय द मटेरियल लॉज दे आर फैक्चुअली एडिक्टेड टू सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन एंड देयर टारगेट इज वुमन इंडीड दे आर एक्चुअली प्ले थिंग्स इन द हैंड्स ऑफ अट्रैक्टिव वुमन victimized by such a conception of life they become surrounded by children grandchildren and great grandchildren and thus they are shackled to material bondage <coughs> those who are very much addicted to this conception of life are called demons so demons are not some you know uh, you know like very <laughs> what is that uh, fierce looking faces and you know like nails coming out and then red eyes and horns and teeth you know fangs coming out no that's not demon demon is one who is attached to family life like this and who is not attached everybody is attached so everybody are demons therefore although you are sons of demons keep aloof from such persons and take shelter of the supreme personality of godhead narayana the origin of all the demigods because the ultimate goal for the devotees of narayana is liberation from bondage of material existence so um where else it is said strongest shackle is the female okay anyway there is this other verse in the 10th this is spoken by brahma 10-14-36-of-Bhagavatam there is also stated how we were imprisoned a few i mean many 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 verses on this pumsastriya mithuni bhavam etam tayor mitho hridaya granthi maho ato griha kshetra sutapta vittair janasya mohoyam maham mameti the attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence on the basis of this misconception which ties together the hearts of the male and female one becomes attracted to his body home property children relatives and wealth in this way one increases life's illusions and thinks in terms of i and mine so this is uh, this is how the illusion is increased in fact the word stri stri means woman but actually stri also means um one who expands so one who expands one's illusion it is called stri so through the agency of stri woman we increase our illusions now the woman may think oh how come we are only the agents of illusion the men are not men are also so for the woman she is the enjoyer and the woman for the woman is man do you understand what i'm saying <laughs> when i'm saying woman for the woman means she is the enjoyer she is acting as a male purusha purusha prakriti stohi so the woman wants to enjoy the man the man wants to enjoy the woman 
so for the woman in the male propensity everyone in, in this material world is so they want satisfaction in the inner relationship it's not that they want to cooperate in the satisfaction of the man that is supposed that is how it's supposed to be but everybody has some degree of self satisfaction that they want so they are acting in the capacity capacity of a purusha so the prakriti for them is the opposite sex so the man becomes the female for the woman to en- for her to enjoy so in both ways that's why it is said um in the 31st chapter of the third canto i think chapter 42 तामात्मनो विजानीयात्यपत्यगृहात्मक दैवोपसादि मृत्यु मृगयोर्गायन यथाउमन दर्फोर शुड कंसिडर हर हस्बैंड हर हाउस एंड हर चिल्ड्रन टू बी द अरेंजमेंट ऑफ द एक्सटर्नल एनर्जी ऑफ द लॉर्ड फॉर हर डेथ जस्ट एज द स्वीट सिंगिंग ऑफ द हंटर इज डेथ फॉर द डियर So this is how it happens. So that is the basic principle of attachment, no? Everything revolves around that. So that's why to save us from this uh, horrible uh, attachment sahayagnya prajasrishtva. So there is yagnyas or sacrifices mentioned in the Vedas. सहयज्ञा अलॉन्ग विद इन द बिगिनिंग ऑफ क्रिएशन द लॉर्ड ऑफ ऑल क्रिएचर्स सेंड फॉर्थ जनरेशन ऑफ मैन एंड डेमिगॉड्स अलॉन्ग विद सैक्रिफाइस फॉर विष्णु इफ यू फोगेट दिस सैक्रिफाइस फॉर विष्णु पार्ट एंड ओनली वरी अबाउट द जनरेशन विच नाउ द वर्ल्ड इज डूइंग देन द होल थिंग इज स्पॉइल्ड एंड दैट्स आवर प्रेजेंट स्टेट वी डोंट केयर फॉर विष्णु दैट्स द होल प्रॉब्लम विद द वर्ल्ड टूडे Hmm. So that's the purpose of creating man and woman. And then, what kind of jobs and duties were we supposed to have? Are we progressing as a society, or are we regressing? So again, the second one: what kind of jobs and duties? So for the men, the jobs are in the four categories. <coughs> There is chaturvarnyam maya srishtam guna karma vibhagasha. तस् कर्तामकर्तामव्ययम अकॉर्डिंग टू द थ्री मोड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर एंड द वर्क एसोसिएटेड विद दैम द फोर डिविजन ऑफ ह्यूमन सोसाइटी आर क्रिएटेड बाई मी एंड ऑल दो आई एम द क्रिएटर ऑफ दिस सिस्टम यू शुड नो दर आई एम येट द नॉन डूअर बींग अनचेंजबल सो दिस इज द आंसर फॉर ऑल अनएम्प्लॉयमेंट प्रॉब्लम इन द वैदिक सिविलाइजेशन दे वॉज नो सच थिंग एज अनएम्प्लॉयमेंट एवरी वन वॉज एम्प्लॉयड बिकॉज दिस सिस्टम वॉज फॉलोड परनाश्रम सिस्टम In Varnashram system, there is Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. The problem with today's society is everyone is trained by the so-called education system to become a Shudra, and uh, Shudra jobs are you know they are trying to make Shudra jobs, and some uh, end up as some businessmen who can be considered as Vaishyas, not exactly to the Vedic description, but at least somewhere in the you know bracket of Vaishyas. But then these are the only things. There is no kshatriya. Uh, some are trained as soldiers. Hmm. But kshatriya means actually the commander in chiefs, like the 
like the kings you know soldiers usually they are not kshatriyas the mass soldiers they are usually shudras that's why when the general dies they lose all courage and they run here and there usually many times in the war if you re- if you see the description of the war it is like that mahabharat also so the soldiers are usually in shudra category but the leaders of those of the armies they are in kshatriya quality so such leaders we almost don't find and um, brahmanas practically non existent the scientists you can consider them as brahmanas you know miss miss rep- i mean miss um, misfit brahmana misfit kind of because they have the brahmanical tendencies but they don't have the proper knowledge if they were given knowledge they would have been in- because they are intellectuals so they can understand shastra they can understand you know all these things but uh, the teachers they are also supposed to be brahmanas in schools the teachers is supposed to be brahmanas but now because they are teaching only how to become shudra so that is not brahmana so in this way everything is just made into a business and made into a uh, shudra job like even you see the education system it's a, it's a business it's a business previously it was not like that uh, and uh, what is that um, shudra the education system is churning out shudras hmm? and the education system is itself is a business and even brahmanas used to also do there even among brahmanas there is there is sub categories so some they do uh, vaidya hmm that means the doctors usually every brahmana knows basic ayurveda because ayurveda is part of the vedas and vedas is what the brahmanas learn so astrology astronomy ayurveda and all the vedic knowledge spiritual knowledge material knowledge they have a full very nice understanding and some of them specialize in certain aspects so some of them used to be doctors and it was all decentralized not like now there is this big pharma you know this big big companies which are producing medicines and because of them there is so much you know pushing of the medicines medical industry and it's a huge business absolutely massive business so this is this inevitably leads to corruption when there is such high stakes and everything centralized like that uh, it, it leads to corruption so but vedic system is very very scientific it's decentralized everybody is taught the same vedas but there's no central education system no every brahmana and they are they are i mean maintained i mean they are trained in the proper way but it's not like a central system you know uh, there is there is of course uh, the syllabus syllabus is the entire vedas and it's given by krishna it's not they decide now what have what is happening in today's education system is we are taught whatever is given to us by the government by the education boards uh, if they don't want to uh, say something they will not say and that's why god is totally kicked out of the whole the education system huh? there's no mention about god they are manipulating and they are they are deciding what to be taught to the children and everybody is becoming a rascal atheist religion is just a uh, you know uh, optional thing in your life you if you want to practice you practice on your own whatever if you don't want to follow it's fine but but you should follow this education system that is very important this is what the, um, the present narrative is and this is the exact reason for all problems this is rubbish as absolute rascaldom 
but this is kali yuga you know this is how it is going on so we have that's why we are our society is filling this gap hmm. creating some brahmanas now you ask the question is what kind of jobs and duties are we supposed to have so the first of all there has to be a brahmanas and then kshatriyas who rule according to the um, training or guidance given by the brahmanas who are very much both brahmanas and kshatriyas they are uh, well versed in scriptures brahmanas more so than the kshatriyas so in this way there is full cooperation and then the vaishyas and shudras are third and fourth class they are not first class now today those who are the biggest ceos they are shown as the most topmost successful people in the world priests you know and they are, you know when you die when somebody dies you call them you know do some prayers and ask them to go that's it this is this is going on priests are just like you know <laughs> in singapore if you have a business visa if you have like a, if you are an entrepreneur or some businessman you have a very high class visa coming and if you are a ordinary worker or if you are like a how to say white collar job something like a software engineer or something like that then you are like considered decent employment pass something and then if you are you know working as a laborer you are given a work pass work permit yeah that's what they call it work permit and employment pass is uh, work permit is a blue collar jobs you know like low end jobs like you know uh, you know like manual labor laborer job and then white collar jobs are like you know more sophisticated in the big big cbd district and they are doing them banking or some uh, software or something like that and then there is a business visa entrepreneur visa whatever and priests of temples they have work permit considered among the laborers that that uh, grade so <laughs> what was the f- what is actually the first class man is relegated to the fourth class shudra hmm. so in this way uh, this is going on hmm. so now uh, these are the four duties and uh, of course there is ashram also ashram means um the brahmachari grahasthavana prasasanyas so these are also there these are spiritual duties varna is the material duty occupation and spiritual order of life of course everything is spiritual in the sense that everything is directed towards satisfying haritoshanam samsiddhir haritoshanam that is explained here shrimad bhagavatam 1 2 13 अतः पुंभिर्द्विजश्रेष्ठा वर्णाश्रम विभागशः स्वनुष्ठितस्य धर्मस्य संसिद्धिर् हरितोषिणम् ओ बेस्ट अमंग द ट्वाइस बोर्न इट इज देयरफॉर कंक्लूडेड दैट द हाईएस्ट परफेक्शन वन कैन अचीव बाय डिस्चार्जिंग द ड्यूटीज प्रिस्क्राइब्ड फॉर वन्स ओन ऑक्युपेशन अकॉर्डिंग टू कास्ट डिविजंस एंड ऑर्डर्स ऑफ लाइफ इज टू प्लीज द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सो सेल ब्राह्मण व्हाट ही हैज टू डू सो इन डिफरेंट स्टेजेस ऑफ हिज लाइफ ही हैज टू डिफरेंट थिंग्स फर्स्ट देयर इज ब्रह्मचारी स्टूडेंट लाइफ ट्रेनिंग and then there is grahastha household life then there is vanaprastha retired life and then there is sanyas uh, renounced order monkhood so this um, sequence is there so not only is the job um, i mean given to everyone but also at what stages of life what they should do in the in their job scope also is mentioned and of course brahmachari can go directly to sanyas but usually most of them go through grahastha vanaprastha and sanyas you see 
so the woman what are the women's duties so these are all the men's duties of course i can go on more uh, elaborate uh, descriptions of what brahmana should do kshatriya vaishya should do. everything let's go there and finish it off in the bhagavatam also it is there in the bhagavad gita also there so let's go to bhagavad gita i think bhagavatam you can see yourself 7th canto and 11th canto they are mentioned so in the bhagavad gita 8, 1842 samodamasta pashaucham shantirarjavameva cha gyanam vigyanam astikyam brahmakarma swabhavajam peacefulness self control austerity purity tolerance honesty knowledge wisdom and re- religiousness these are the natural qualities by which the brahmanas work शौर्यम तेजोधृतिर्दाक्षम युद्धे चाप्यपलायनम दानमीश्वरभावश्चात्रकर्मस्वभावजम हेरोइजम हिरोइजम पावर डिटर्मिनेशन रिसोर्सफुलनेस करेज इन बैटल जेनरोसिटी एंड लीडरशिप आर द नेचुरल क्वालिटीज ऑफ वर्क फॉर द क्षत्रियज कृषिगोरक्षवाणिज्यम कृषिगोरक्षवाणिज्यम वैश्यकर्मस्वभावजम परचर्यात्मक कर्म शूद्रस्वभावजम फार्मिंग कौ प्रोटेक्शन एंड बिजनेस are the natural work for the vaishyas and the, for the shudras there is labor and service to others so these are the divisions for men and of course there's brahmachari ugrastavana prasanyas also are there in the bhagavatam they are mentioned now for the women what is the thing for the women so prabhupad mentioned nicely that women she is called either brahmani um, or kshatrani or vaishyani or shudrani according to her husband now um, if your husband is brahmana then she also becomes brahmani or if your house husband is kshatriya then she becomes kshatrani uh, vaishyani and then shudrani so in this way she becomes uh, her position is secondary to uh, the man and her job her duties in society should be to uh, take care of the household affairs while the man he does uh, the i mean he um, does in the acts in these four capacities in the social life in the in the society as brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra the woman takes care of the household within the household hmm. so uh, let me take you to shrimad bhagavatam 7 uh, 11 uh, i think 25 onwards yeah See here also seven, eleven, twenty to twenty-four, uh, twenty-one to twenty-four. All this um, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sudra are mentioned. See actually here there are more descriptions of like for example, Sudra, Parichari, Atmakam, Karma, Sudra, Sapis, Vibhavajam. One thing for Sudra in in Bhagavad Gita, but here there are more qualities of Sudra. Sudra also have qualities even though he is fourth class man. It's not that he is uh, stupid. he also has some moral principles you know shudrasya sannatih shaucham seva swaminya mayaya amantra yagnyo hi asteyam satyam govipraksanam offering obeisances to the higher sections of society the brahmanas kshatriyas and vaishyas being always very clean being free from duplicity serving one's master performing sacrifices without uttering mantras not stealing always speaking the truth and giving all protection to the cows and brahmanas these are the symptoms of the shudra see so many things shudra also have to do so even a fourth class man is so high class so much so that 
today's so called first class man cannot come to even this stage hmm. so today actually people are fifth class sixth class tenth class people hmm. they don't even have the qualities of the fourth class man in the vedic civilization and we are training people to become first class hmm. so anyway this is sudra uh, before before these verses are the you know this is vaishya vaishya lakshanam as you can see and uh, this is kshatriya this is brahmana so all these are there you can go and see 711 21 to 24 now 25 this is women strinam chapati devanam tachushrushanukulata tad bandhushvanu vrittischa nityam tad vratadharanam to render service to the husband to be always favorably disposed toward the husband to be equally well disposed disposed toward the husband's relatives and friends and to follow the vows of the husband these are the four principles to be followed by women described as chaste so four things they have to do what are they patidevanam tat shushrusha anukulata anukulata tat shushrusha means readiness to render service to her husband anukulata means being favorably disposed to her husband tat bandhusho anuvritti unto the friends and relatives of the husband being similarly disposed treat them well for the satisfaction of the husband and then cha nityam tadvrata dharanam accepting the vows of her husband or exactly acting exactly as the husband acts this is um, these are the job of woman and sammarjanopale paabhyam grihamandana vartanaihi svayam chamandita anityam parimrishta parichchada कामैरुच्छावचैः साध्वी प्र प्रश्रयेण दमेन च वाक्यैः सत्यैः प्रियैः प्रेम्णा काले काले भजेत्पतिम् अ चेस्ट वुमन मस्ट ड्रेस नाइसली एंड डेकोरेट हरसेल्फ विद गोल्डन ऑर्नामेंट्स फॉर द प्लेजर ऑफ हर हस्बैंड ऑलवेज वेयरिंग क्लीन एंड अट्रैक्टिव गारमेंट्स शी शुड स्वीप एंड क्लीन द हाउस होल्ड विद वाटर एंड अदर लिक्विड सो दैट द एंटायर हाउस इज ऑलवेज प्योर एंड क्लीन she should collect the household paraphernalia and keep the house always aromatic with incense and flowers and must be ready to execute the desires of her husband being modest and truthful controlling her senses and speaking in sweet words a chaste woman should engage in the service of her husband with love according to time and circumstances so according to time and circumstances means uh, prabhupada actually explains nicely in another place hmm. i will bring that out just give me a moment hmm so i'll just copy one text from a conversation of prabhupad Okay, woman's dress. 
so here there is some nice uh, this thing description of you know like according to time and circumstance right you see here by the woman's dress this is Prabhupada's uh, in Prabhupada's lecture 1973 so by the woman's dress one will understand who is she whether she is living with her husband whether she is widow whether she is unmarried or whether her husband is out of home or whether she is prostitute the culture is so nice simply by the dress one will understand that here is a woman her husband is not at home here is a woman she is widow here is a woman she is prostitute in this way there are here is a woman she is not married by dress one will understand that vermilion sign means she is married when she is nicely dressed oh she has her husband at home when she is in white cloth without any garment uh, ornament she is a uh, widow when the simanta what is called in english uh, parting Prabhupada is saying, you know, the parting of the hair. Uh, if it is not in the middle, if it is in the side, she is a prostitute. That means chaste women have the parting in the middle. Hmm. Uh, so, women should dress in such a way that man will understand. And not married, she will not have this veil. It must be open. So, anyway, these are social customs in the Vedic civilization. So, all these things are there. Okay. So, according to engage in the service of her husband with love according to time and circumstances. So, when she's in, when he's in, when she, when he's out, when he's out of town or something, different, different ways. And also according to time and circumstance with many other things. But now, Santushtalo Lupadaksha Dharmagya Priya Satyavak Apramatta Shushishnigdha Patimtva Patitam Bhajet So, she is also Dharmagya. She is knower of religious principles. She is not a fool. Hmm. Chaste woman must know. A chaste woman should not be greedy but satisfied in all circumstances. She must be very expert in handling household affairs and should be fully conversant with religious principles. She should speak pleasingly and truthfully and should all be always so should be very careful and always clean and pure. <coughs> Thus, a chaste woman should engage with affection in the service of a husband who is not fallen. So of course here it is said in the purport Prabhupada mentions that if she if the husband is fallen then she can give him up but not at the first fight as they say love at first sight divorce at first fight not like that even if there are disagreements <laughs> there has to be some you know uh, immense effort to reconcile and you know bring it to proper uh, you know reconciliation and then in proper direction towards Krishna consciousness somehow or other but despite all efforts and repeated persistent efforts, still, you know, it's just abuse that is going on. Then, you know, um, it's, if it's clear-cut abuse, then, you know, of course, there's no way, you know, the woman can stay with the man. But uh, otherwise, uh, there has to be like this. Yapatim hari bhavena bhajet shriri vatatpara hariyatmana hariyatmana the woman who en- engages in the service of her husband, following strictly in the footsteps of the goddess of fortune, surely returns home back to Godhead with her <coughs> devotee husband and lives very happily in the Vaikuntha planets. Hmm. So, this is how a woman gets liberated from this world. Um, then there is also, Krishna also speaks about the duties of a woman this until now we have uh, read from Narad Muni now 
This is 10.29.24 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Bhartu Shushrushanam Sreenam Parodharmohyamayaya Tadbandhunam Chakalyanaha Prajanam Chanuposhanam The highest religious duty for a woman is to sincerely serve her husband, behave well toward her husband's family and take good care of her children. Duhushilo Durbhago Vriddho Jado Rogyadhano Piva Patihistribhirna Hatavyo Lokep Subhir Apataki Women who desire a good destination in the next life should never abandon a husband who has not fallen from his religious standards even if he is obnoxious, unfortunate, old, unintelligent, sickly or poor. If he has not fallen down, then he, the woman should not give him up. Then Asvargyam Ayashasyam Cha Phalgukrichram Bhayabaham Jugupsitam Cha Sarvatra Hyaupag for a woman from a respectable family, petty adulterous affairs are always condemned. They bar her from heaven, ruin her reputation and bring her difficulty and fear. Shravanadarshanadhyanan mai bhavo nukirtanat natatha sannikarshena pratiyatattato grihan Transcendental love for me arises by the devotional processes of hearing about me, seeing my deity form, meditating on me and faithfully chanting my glories the same result is not achieved by mere physical proximity so please go back to your homes so anyway here he is telling another thing but this also applies to women because they have to worship the deity at home you know hear about him hear about krishna uh, they have to participate in the these discourses and they have to read prabhupada's books you know bhagavad gita bhagavatam uh, meditating on me and ch- faithfully chanting my glories, Hare Krishna chanting every day, and preaching to others, other women. They can preach to other women and make them devotees also. So, in this way, they have to engage themselves. So, these are the duties. Then, are we progressing as a society or are we regressing? Of course, we are regressing. I mean, as a society, as a whole, in this Kaliuga, we are regressing. So, these standards are not even understood, they are considered even. Uh, interference of human rights <laughs> so you know oh being faithful to the husband oh this is all uh, misogyny or what male chauvinism and all these words they'll put. <coughs> but it's not about all these things it's about how the man and woman can be liberated the man has to be trained in krishna consciousness and the woman has to be trained in being chaste in this way everything will uh, you know be uh, peacefully done otherwise there will be so much social unrest if the man and woman are just going about uh, out and about and then you know interacting with everybody the man interacting with other women the woman interacting with other men it's all very uh, frivolous society now and that's why there's so many divorces so many social problems that are stemming from this and the children are not given good guidance from young because of because the woman also works so in all these ways, you know, it, it's it's going way out of control. Hmm. So that's the answer to that question. Now oh, next, already three huge questions in that one question. This is cheating actually. <laughs> then we have. Um, just a second, huh? 
Oh, each question has three, four questions. My goodness. Okay, I'll try to be as brief as possible. So, the basically about twelve questions. That means ten questions at least. So, okay, here next by Renuka Singh. What is the difference between Goloka and Vaikuntha? Basically, Goloka is the highest of all Vaikuntha planets. How many spiritual planets are there? Unlimited. Does our relationship with God decide which spiritual planet we go to? Yes. Are there more than one Goloka? No. Only one Goloka. And Vaikuntha pla- spiritual planets? Yes, there are innumerable Vaikuntha spiritual planets. Alright. I think I'll just show one verse from Brahma Samhita. Lowest of all is located Devi Dham, mundane world. Next above it is Mahesh Dham, abode of Mahesh, Lord Shiva. Above Mahesh Dham are also called Kailash. Above Mahesh Dham is placed Hari Dham, abode of Hari, and above them all is located Krishna's own realm known uh, named Goloka. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda who has allotted their respective authorities to the rulers of these great those graded realms. But Goloka is so expansive, so big, it is explained that this planet is one of the innumerable planets in the universe. This universe with its millions and trillions and trillions of planets is one of the many trillions and trillions and trillions of universes in the material world. Now all these innumerable universes put together is smaller than each and every one of the innumerable Vaikuntha planets in the spiritual world. Each Vaikuntha planet is bigger than all the universes of the material world put together. And such planets, there are innumerable planets, Vaikuntha planets. And Goloka Vrindavan planet is bigger than all the Vaikuntha planets put together. <laughs> it's just unimaginable how big Goloka Vrindavan is. Although it is said like oh, one of the Vaikuntha planets are the highest. It's not just the highest and then one small planet. No, it is so expansive that it is Im- impossible to even understand the extent of such the planet. So, that answers those questions. Then, we have... Next. Here also two, two questions, three questions. So, according to the scriptures, is euthanasia the right thing to do? So, depends um, if it is a person who is just in coma for years and I don't know how, how long you want to keep, keep him. That's always a difficult question to answer. Um, 
but uh, in of course like animals are sometimes euthanized and um, in a livestock industry this happens a lot i think no but euthanized means painlessly killing them but sometimes they're painfully killed as well most of them pain, painfully killed um euthanized in which in which aspect i mean we should not cause anybody's death right so <clears throat> if they are if they naturally will die and then if they have to die then they have to die it's ultimately the body you know the soul of course doesn't die but euthanasia in which case i i don't know what actually you mean whether it's to animal or humans in either case uh, nobody should be euthanized like that you know killing forget it whether it is painless killing or painful killing it is killing now the only case i'm thinking is when a person is on life support and just is like a vegetable lying there with nothing just is lying there in coma or some you know like for indefinite periods then um, sometimes you know the doctor just pull the plug and then he passes on so that is the only thing i'm thinking where it, it it's cut off otherwise there's no there's no absolutely no reason to euthanize <coughs> actually the other day somebody shared with me a video where a woman has this uh, pill euthanization pill and she carries with her in her handbag because she has terminal cancer and she wants to die i mean she, she there's no way she can escape anyway in stage 4 and she wants to choose her time of death and she wants to be you know at home with her husband or something like that and he has this euthana- euthanasia pill or something like that and um, that is one case where you know but still it shouldn't be because we the thing is the problem with that is the idea that they think they are the owner of their body but the thing the real thing is krishna is the owner whenever he wants to take we should otherwise it's basically suicide maybe it's just one day before your actual death but even then it is considered suicide if i initiate it but if it happens without my initiation then that is considered natural death so however close it may sound oh just okay he's going to die but still as long as he is not died he has to use the time to chant so the whole point is out of frustration they just want to end it in the way they want but what are they doing with the end now um parishit maharaj is a classic example who has got a, a death notice of 7 days i think that is even lesser than this lady who got a terminal cancer stage 4 notice maybe she has got maybe one or two months or something like that three months and <clears throat> so what he did parishit maharaj 7 days oh okay let's take euthanasia and die no he went to the bank of the ganga and he asked what is it that i have to do at the time of death of course this he asked for everybody's benefit but actually he was very much aware and he went there to hear the glories of the lord seven days continuously hearing the glories of the lord and passed away like that so that's what we need to do every second that is left in our life we have to use in krishna's service um, 
then we can remember krishna that's the whole point the whole point is missed if this euthanasia things come is, is euthanasia is because i think i am the owner of this body and first of all they don't have any idea that the life exists after this body so what if we have terminal illness only the body is going to be terminated and that terminal the notice of termination has been given to us right at the time of birth so it's just a matter of time that it will just happen in this way or that way so it's not oh anyway i'm going to die so let me die now so that's not the correct answer so that is stupidity so whatever time we have been given we have to chant the holy name that is the proper thing hmm. there is also another case where uh this was i think from world war 2 i don't know where it is because i we read it when i was in school this is in english uh, in english there is a story where um two soldiers very good friends of each other they were fighting this war and then one of them becomes terribly injured in the war and then he is on this last point of dying and he is not dead and he is suffering immense pain the whole i mean the organs are all out and then the, everything is just you know the mud all went into the the whole dust and everything was inside the body and it's terribly painful you know yes if you get a little cut and then you know dust goes into it or some mud goes into it or it, it scratches against something how painful it will be but his whole body was out i mean like completely open up and then so what this friend of him he he did he killed him because he could not see him suffering so badly so he just killed him finish it off in one second rather than this you know terrible uh, pain that he has to go through again we have some information of this in narada's story with uh, mrigari mrigari was half killing animals and narada said in the beginning when he was preaching to him he said why are you killing them like this you know half killing them and they are suffering so much twitching in pain for hours before they die no this is the art that my father taught me that not to kill them instantly but kill them in such a way that you hit them but only after hours they will die with immense pain so this is an art it is not easy to do but my father taught me and i am very expert at this and uh, i am known for this in the whole tribal this forest so he said no you do do you know that this is far more sinful than just killing the animal instantly you are giving way more pain to the animal so that is much more karma than just killing so killing and how you kill also is different killing is bad but if you give more pain and then kill that is even worse the suffering that we will accrue after that is even worse but in this case the the killing was initiated by the mrigari the hunter and then how he killed so in that way the killing with less pain is better in that sense but in the case of a war i mean if he is killed by the enemy and then he is lying down there with you know immense uh, pain and this friend went and killed him so he will be responsible for the killing which we, he wouldn't have been responsible if he did not do that so what he could have done in fact is chant hare krishna never mind he is in pain whatever it is hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare that would have been the right thing to do never mind he is in pain hmm it doesn't matter if the hare krishna mantra goes in that will be the proper thing to do 
so again even if you see at it from this way again the only thing that should be done is uh, hearing the glories of the lord actually there is this you know there is this question asked by parikshit um, i think 11915 let's see let me guess shrimad bhagavatam <clears throat> no. Um, just one second. such about to die especially for those people who are about to die okay here we have 11937 okay atah prichhami samsiddhim yoginam paramam gurum purushasyeha yatkaryam mriyamanasya sarvatha karyam mriyamanasya sarvatha duty of one who is going to die what is the duty of one who is going to die It's not that oh, anyway I'm going to die. So no, let me just die. <coughs> you are the spiritual master of great saints and devotees. I'm therefore begging you to show the way of perfection for all persons, and especially for one who is about to die. Now you see, Parishit Maharaj was going to die, and he asked this important question. Now he was going to be killed by a snake bird, the bite of a snake bird, but he did not change anything. Oh, a snake bird will be very. painful oh there will be some uh, you know it will be very painful you know being killed by the snake bird so let me just take euthanasia and then die before that just before the snake bird comes let me just die so that no he did not do that he waited until the whatever the natural way he is going to die he did not initiate any of that what he did was okay i have 7 days that's good at least i know that much okay use these 7 days to hear krishna katha and shravane abhavad Uh, parikshit uh, they he made he attained complete perfection just by that hearing so 7 days he converted that into eternal profit because he is not going to take birth again and he is completely liberated because of that hearing in the 7 days so they so we need to know that not just oh when we have a terminal thing at any point in time the moment we have taken birth death is certain जातस्य जात ध्रुव मृत्यु ध्रुव जन्म मृत सो वी आर गोइंग टू डाई एनीवे सो नो मैटर व्हाट सो द क्वेश्चन इज कार्यमस्य द ड्यूटी ऑफ दोज हु आर अबाउट टू डाई नाउ वी मे से ओ दिस इज फॉर दोज हुआ जस्ट अबाउट टू डाई नो हाउ डू वी नो वी आर नॉट अबाउट टू डाई सो इट्स फॉर एवरी वन एक्चुअली बिकॉज एवरी वन देर इज नॉट अ सिंगल एंटिटी इन दिस यूनिवर्स इन दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड हु इज नॉट गोइंग टू डाई that means for everyone what is the uh, this thing please let me know he is asking more yat shrotavyam mathojapyam yat kartavyam nirbhir prabho smartavyam bhajaniyam va bruhiyadva viparyayam please let me know what a man should hear chant remember and worship and also what he should not do 
please explain all this to me you see and euthanasia euthanasia was definitely not one of them so if you look at it from any angle the only thing that we can do is actually give them krishna consciousness khatwanga khatwanga he there is one person khatwanga he attained in the last moment of his life he attained perfection because he became krishna conscious in the very last moment of his life hmm. so how much of a time the person has left he should somehow or other come to krishna so there was a story of a man in singapore who was in the prison so the devotees from our temple they were going and preaching and he was going to be hanged on the news here death sentence is uh, not ruled out so sometimes you get death sentence here so uh, he was going to be hanged and usually people are very very fearful of this or they are given just okay whatever you want to do you do like one day before that okay you can be in the prison in the prison but you can enjoy whatever you want and all that so but what he did was you know some date was given for his death and he got this signs of self realization book from our devotees and he started reading and he became and the person who killed him in the in the prison the person who actually you know hanged him to death he uh, came to the temple after that and he told this to our uh, sundar gopal prabhu that this person he was very different from the others usually we have to drag them to the to the noose to the uh, gallows we call it the gallows uh, usually we have to drag the person the uh, person will be screaming shouting crying and everything and then drag the person this person just walked and then he was not even afraid and he was just hanged and finished nothing so he just accepted it so it was not out of frustration he was not depressed nothing he was just completely confident in what he wrote now oh, sorry what he read from the book that you know, i am not going to die anyway the body is going to go i will have a fresh beginning this is my fate so i have done this sin and then i have to be punished that's it so he took it like that and then continued on to the next life so that is that fearlessness hmm is what is needed at the time of death so that remembrance of krishna you know yam yam vabhasmaran bhavam tajatyante kalevaram tam tam eva etakante sadatad bhav bhavati antakale cha mameva smaran muktva kalevaram yah prayat samad bhavam yati nastyatra samshayah krishna says those who remember me they go to the at the time of death they they will go back to vaikuntha now here he is also said in, it is said in the bhagavatam etavansankhya yogabhyam swadharma parinishthaya janma labhah parah pumsam ante narayana smritih the highest perfection of human life achieved either by complete knowledge of matter and spirit by practice of mystic yoga mystic powers or by perfect discharge of occupational duty whatever you do in life the highest perfection of all that is to remember the personality of godhead and the end of life so if i if my end is nearing and somehow somebody reminds me of krishna that is the greatest service not the person who gives euthanasia so if you look at it from all these angles euthanasia means it's basically killing so we will be responsible for such a death so the only thing we have to do is chant hare krishna
what about organ donations so i think i have made a post on my instagram somebody asked me this same question just me let me take out that so somebody asked me this question is it adharma for a person to donate their organs to save a life so i answered like this our idea of saving lives is different we save the soul the body anyway cannot be saved the way we save others is by donating all our organs for the service of the lord and for the service of people in general by preaching krishna consciousness for their benefit this is real organ donation so this was my reply and i shared it on my instagram so <clears throat> see organs are meant to save ri- lives right so some people may be wanting to do that but our way is while we are alive we have to use all our bodily organs in the service of krishna and broadcast like for example you see shri prabhupad when he was on this during his manifest presence in this world he worked so hard in translating these books traveling preaching lecturing now today we have all his teachings his organ the tongue that he used to, on his dictaphone that was transcribed into the books and all these books are now now this this screen is here showing all from his books so this has been possible you, with organ donation you can save a body not even a soul one body right or with few organs you can save few bodies but anyway the bodies are going to die one day but with this service to krishna for eternity whoever reads these books are going to be saved or saved from what from repeated birth and death for millions otherwise if we if we don't have this knowledge for millions of years millions of years we have to die you give an organ you will save that body or you will give uh, you know an extended period of time in this life that also if it is sanctioned by the lord then yeah? that is how much you can do with an organ donation extend this perishable body which will die one day either case but you can extend it you know maybe for a while but if you um do this preaching like this the effect of that will be for eternity and not just for one person for countless number of souls who come in contact with this knowledge so how much more help is that so that is real organ donation all our organs should be served used in the tanuvak manobhir our body words and mind should be you know given to krishna and that will serve everyone everyone so the thing is we we don't need to feel um guilty that oh so i won't be donating my organs so it's like i'm not that helpful we should be convinced of what real help is and we have to do that to save um, millions of souls by spreading if i can use my body and sell books of prabhupada 
then i am giving books of prabhupada to people which are saving them to their eternal benefit and they will become devotees and they will save more in the future so that chain reaction that ripple effect we can't just replicate it with the uh, with an organ donation having said that if a devotee's life you know for some reason if a devotee needs a kidney transplant for example or whatever you know some to donate for that that's a service liver transplant in fact one of these con gurus of course he's a con guru <laughs> an offender but anyway he had to have a liver transplant and some of his you know disciples they uh, donated so liver basically can grow back so anyway that was given and it successfully worked so for a devotee doing that is good because the devotee can do more service and we can get more uh, this thing from the devotee more blessings from the devotee But otherwise i mean this is real help this is real help this is way more help than just an organ donation so in our case we our our way of cremation is the body has to be either burnt or cremated when he is uh, great acharya then he is um, samadhi is built for him otherwise you know the body is burnt and the ashes are put in the ganga like that it's done all right i think uh, that should be answering that question okay so next question adit vijay wow so long question what is this okay adit vijay Okay that fits well Somebody is saying somebody has messaged me saying that the audio is not audible is uh, the audio audible Am I audible? Kindly let me know in the comment section, because somebody is messaging me, saying that it's audible. Okay. Okay. Everything is okay. Maybe their internet connection or something. Okay. Never mind. So let's continue on. So the question is <coughs> by Ajit Vijay. Ajit Vijay, sorry. हरे कृष्ण प्रभु धन्यवाद प्रणाम जय श्री प्रभुपाद वेन ऑल द डेमिगॉड्स आर क्लियर विद द कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ कृष्णा इज द सुप्रीम मास्टर देन वाई डू दिस सेल्फ मैनिफेस्ट ऑन दिस मेटीरियल प्लैनेट्स एज स्वयंभू एंड दैट बिकम्स अ होली साइट एंड देर बाय they are considered supreme by less intelligent people in kali kali yuga also as as we also know that krishna allows the demigods to enjoy as such as they have come to such devata position then why does parama vaishnava lord shiva appear in his linga form 
on this material planet and he comes in jyotirlingas and with different pastimes with this people would obviously be misled and deviate from their original path of self realization just like shiva on the order of krishna appeared as shankaracharya to spread mayavad what should devotees understand from such acts of devatas and uh, can we visit such kshetras if we are in a position to okay so <clears throat> why does uh, why do devatas come as swayambhu deities so for those who do not know swayambhu deities means self manifested deities so like jyotirlingas of lord shiva the shivalingas that have come in the i think there are how many 12 jyotirlingas something like this so all these jyotirlingas the shivalinga has come up by himself it's not like somebody actually bought a shivalinga and carved him carved it and no came by himself so krishna also has come like that uh, as swayambhu deity and uh, sometimes demigods also there swayambhu deity like that so why does this happen why do the demigods do this uh, to mislead the public so well uh, in the vedas there is demigod worship hmm? and it is for those who are not very intelligent then there is this demigod worship because they are after material benefits that is also explained in the bhagavad gita let's uh, see that the demigods you see kama istaistai hrtagnana prapadyante anya devataha tam tam niyamam asthaya prakrityani yataha svaya those whose intelligence has been stolen by material desires surrender unto demigods and follow the particular rules and regulations of worship according to their own nature so the problem with such thing is antavattu phalam tesham tadbhavati alpamedasam first of all krishna is the one who sanctions the benedictions that the demigods give so in the background is him but whatever the demigods give is antavat antavat means the perishable perishable benedictions men of small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods but my devotees ultimately reach my supreme planet so this is the difference between um, the demigod worshipers uh, and krishna worshipers so vaishnavas they get permanent benefit whereas demigods they go to the planets of the demigods and they come back again they fall down so this is uh, temporary so now why this happens then well the question can be asked why there are even scriptures that uh, glorify the demigods forget about the deities swayambhu deities but even the scriptures you know like devi bhagavatam is there or linga purana is there or you know different puranas which glorify a particular demigod and if you read only that you will find that that is a supreme um, so this is to bewilder everybody but those who are really in knowledge they will know that krishna is supreme so i'll just show you a couple of verses व्यामोहाय चराचरस्य भगवान् व्यामोहाय व्यामोहाय हम्म 20.145 सीसी मध्य व्यामोहाय चराचरस्य जगतस् ते ते पुराणागमास् तां तामेव हि देवतां परमिकां जल्पन्तु कल्पावधी सिद्धान्ते पुनरेक एव भगवान् 
विष्णु समस्तागम व्यापारेशु विवेचन व्यतिकरम नीतेशु निश्चीयते दिस इज फ्रॉम पद्म पुराण देर आर मेनी टाइप्स ऑफ वैदिक लिटरेचर्स एंड सप्लीमेंट्री पुराणस इन ईच ऑफ देम देर आर पर्टिकुलर डेमिगॉड्स हु आर स्पोकन ऑफ एज द चीफ डेमिगॉड्स दिस इज टू दिस इज जस्ट टू क्रिएट एन इल्यूजन फॉर मूविंग एंड नॉन मूविंग लिविंग एंटिटीज लेट देम परपेचुअली एंगेज इन सच इमेजिनेशन However, when one analytically studies all these Vedic literatures collectively, he comes to the conclusion that Lord Vishnu is the one and only supreme personality of Godhead. That's why his Vedaischa Sarvai Rahame Bhavedyaha. If one Veda, then you know it's, it's sometimes um, misleading. We can be misled, but Vedaischa Sarvai Rahame Bhavedyaha. Now another verse is also there. This is in the purport of um, 2936. It starts with Alodhya. This is found in three स्टार्ट विथ आलोड्य दिस इज फाउंड इन थ्री पुराण श्री जीवगोस्वामी पद्मपुराण स्कंदपुराण एंड लिंगपुराण आलोड्य सर्वशास्त्रा विचार्य पुनः पुनः इदमेक सुनिष्पन्न ध्येय नारायण सदा by scrutinizingly reviewing all the revealed scriptures and judging them again and again it is now concluded that lord narayana is the supreme absolute truth and thus he alone should be worshiped so this is the thing scrutinizing the scriptures again and again the conclusion is that narayana should be glorified worshiped so that's the thing so people who are in the karmakanda process they are they are led to that according to their own faith they are led in different different ways but then one who is fortunate he will come to krishna so even if they do demigod worship then officially they have to do some vishnu worship also because you cannot offer directly anything to demigod there's no way you have to offer it to vishnu and then that share of the sacrifice has to be given it to the demigod so in that way one is forced to worship vishnu so that will accrue over time and then eventually he will attain the association of a pure devotee and then become perfect devotee so that's the whole point of this different system uh, so sometimes to f- increase their faith according to their modes see according to their modes everybody is you know differently worshiping different demigods uh, so according to their modes they are given some faith here and there so that they at least stick to the vedic process some vedic process although it is very inferior process but still so eventually they may come after many many lifetimes hmm, to the point of krishna worship so we don't have to be very confused by this hmm. and the last part of the question is what um can we visit such kshetras if they are, if you are in a position to well you can go there and preach the preach to them about krishna consciousness take some books with you sell them sell the books there that will be proper service hmm so we can go there we can i mean pay obeisances to the devatas and uh, if we have a verse that glorifies them as a servant of krishna we can like durga there is verses srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka there is durga verse kshiram yathada divikara there is lord shiva verse and uh, vishnu verses there brahma is there what is that um 
of course surya is there yachakshuresha savita sakala grahanam and there is brahma which is um, uh 40 50 so i think 5.50 getting the first word of it we go to brahma samhita anyway you don't find much brahma temples anyway but sometimes thai people they worship brahma you know they have four head, they call him four headed buddha <laughs> uh, this is about ganesh यत्दपल्लवयुगम विधाय कुंभ द्वंदे प्रणाम समये स गणाधिराज सो दिस इज गणेश एंड देन बिफोर दिस इज भास्वान्थाश्मकु निजेशु तेजस्वीय कियकटयतपितद्वत्र ब्रह्मा यश जगदंड विधानकर्ता गोविंदमादिपुरषंतम भजा सो ब्रह्म इज मेन्शन हि So in this way we can offer some verses, glorifying them as a exalted servant of Krishna. Not asking anything from them, but just being a give them a, give them mercy to become devotee of Krishna and um, preaching to other like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He went to South India. He went to sometimes uh, demigod temples also. But then he made everybody chant Hare Krishna and then liberated them. He dragged them out of karma kanda and gave him gave them highest bhakti yoga. Hmm. So that we have to do. We have to distribute books. We have to enlighten them. Hmm. Yeah. The demigods are in knowledge, but the followers of the demigods are in ignorance. So we appreciate the demigods' exalted position and you know pray for their mercy to become a devotee of Krishna. But then we educate the followers who are wasting their time worshiping these demigods. There is a nice um, shloka. Many shlokas are there. Many shlokas are there. But uh, Sundar Gopal Prabhu was showing this shloka few months back. Four twenty nine forty five. Shabda Brahmani Dushpare Charanta Uruvistare Mantralingaer Vyavachinnam Bhajatona Viduhuparam. despite the cultivation of vedic knowledge which is unlimited and the worship of different demigods by the symptoms of vedic mantras demigod worship does not help one to understand the supreme powerful personality of godhead so ultimately we cannot worship demigods we cannot take their prasadam also demigod prasadam we cannot take there is not actually prasadam that is their remnants but first of all who is offering what is their devotion who how they are offering they have to first of all offer it to vishnu and then the share of the sacrifices to go to them so these are all not done jagannath temple they do like that they offer to the demigods but first offer to jagannath and then vimala vimala devi vimala devi means you know um, uh, lakshmi and also other demigods like uh, parvati and all the ganesh and everybody they, it is offered to them but vishnu prasad is offered to them and then it is distributed to the public we can take that that is krishna prasadam but if you offer directly to devatas that is not proper offering we cannot take the demigod prasadam though hmm. oh this is mercy of a great uh, devotee lord shiva or lord ganesh no we cannot do like this hmm. because they, if they are <coughs> if lord shiva is a great devotee why he will take anything and you know he will eat himself no he will offer it to krishna so if these demigod worshipers offer it to the demigods first of all they have no devotion and you cannot directly i cannot direct, directly offer to brahma 
I have to go through the parampara system in the Vai- Vaishnava parampara system through Prabhupada and then Prabhupada will offer through the parampara to Krishna hmm. so I cannot directly go to Lord Shiva and offer like that so that's why it is you know according to their own natures they worship the demigods so we cannot participate in such Vishivashi rituals which are not very uh, solid rituals uh, Vishnu the Agamas are actually all for Vishnu but they steal the Agamas and then they use it for demigods how we offer to Vishnu, that same thing they will uh, do for demigods. Like even when I was, I was born in Shaivite family. We used to worship Lord Shiva more than anybody else. Of course, we used to go Tirupati and all these things, but Shaivites. So we used to put the, you know, like this uh, Tilak, the three lines, Tripundra. So now, every morning, Sandhya Vandanam, we used to know put the anoint ourselves with the the tripundra and while doing it we used to say om keshavaya namaha om narayana namaha om madhavaya namaha what is this why i'm saying keshavaya namaha and then putting tripundra so actually the agama agama means the process of worship is taken from vishnu scriptures but then they put that to demigods so this is not correct so that's why we cannot follow all these uh, mixed up kind of rituals that's why demigod worship is not um, proper but we should follow the Vaishnava uh, system. So, we worship them, I mean, we not worship, we, we pay, res- pay our respects to them, but we don't worship them. And we don't consider them as, uh, div- I mean, uh, supreme. You have to understand that they are only servants. Okay? Alright, so, I hope that answers the question. Next, I think I have a lot of questions today. Okay. Next we have Oh. Where is it even ending? Okay. Okay, Renuka Mataji has asked one more question, but I will answer this only if I get time. I'll answer others questions first. Um Okay, Guruji, Guruji, Lakshman and Balram are the avatar of Adhisesha or not? So, Adhisesha is an avatar of Lord Balram. And Lakshman also, yes, uh, is avatar of Adhisesha. Sankarshan, coming from Sankarshan. This all explained very nicely in Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the part of, uh, in the fifth chapter of Adilila the whole of uh, Nityananda about Nityananda so the five verses are there about Nityananda in the first 14 verses and all of them they describe very nicely but uh, so they are all expansions of Balaram Balaram is the original he is also coming from Krishna Krishna is the original fountainhead but the first expansion from Krishna is Balaram and from Balaram then there is Vasudeva Sankarshan Pradyumna Aniruddha and then from that um, from that Vasudeva Sankarshan Pradyumna Anuddha, the Sankarshan, there is Narayan, and from Narayan, there is second quadruple expansion Vasudeva Sankarshan and Pradyumna Aniruddha, and from that Sankarshan comes Mahavishnu, that is Avatar in the material world, but also there is other expansions in the spiritual world, 
anyway, Balram is the source of all these expansions, right? I think this has moved. Sorry about that. Okay, so next question. Anonymous, somebody anonymous has asked question. Hare Krishna, does a devotee who is not leading a sannyas life incur karma by accepting the property of his or her parents in this birth? Will this become a hindrance in his or her spiritual journey to Goloka because that will end up in a karma associated with his or her parents? Should he or just should he or she just deny the ancestral wealth or property and just be on his or her own if they aspire to reach their final destination Goloka? <laughs> this is called Phalguvairagya. <clears throat> Incomplete renunciation. Proper renunciation means that if you get the ancestral property, you take it. Take it and give it to Krishna. Maybe you can, uh, you know, give it away to for a temple construction, for our uh, ISKM Hare Krishna temple construction. <coughs> you know, you can do something like that for the temple to use. Why we should? If something is there, some asset that we have, materially, we should not consider it Maya. It is only Maya when we use it for our sense gratification. But if we get some land or if we get some money or if we get something asset from our ancestral property or ancestral wealth so we will take it and give it to krishna why such i mean your entire ancestors will become purified why we should uh, not take it take it and give it to krishna now here we need temple construction so give it to here hmm. so we can do many things like that so why when when there is a chance to serve krishna if i am giving it up that is foolishness. So, um, this verse is there. Anasakta Savishayan. So, in the 6th chapter, 10th verse, purport, we have these verses from uh, Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. Rupa Goswami is saying, Anasakta Savishayan Yatharham Upayunjataha Nirbandha Krishna Sambandhe Yuktam Vairagya Muchate, Prapanchikataya Abudhya, Hari Sambandhivastunaha, Mumukshubhi Parityago, Vairagyam Phalgukatyate. When one is not attached to anything, but at the same time accepts everything in relation to Krishna, one is rightly situated above possessiveness. On the other hand, one who rejects everything without knowledge of his relationship to Krishna is not as complete in his renunciation. This is the perfect answer. So we have to take these things and give it to Krishna. Every asset is there. For Krishna's service. See, ultimately every land belongs to him, every wealth belongs to him. Sarvaloka Maheshwaram. But if we are given something as our quota, if it is more than what we require for our sustenance, then the extra we will give it back to Krishna. And that will become a service which will turn into an eternal benefit, which which is immeasurable. The property which we inherit is measurable. But when we give it to Krishna, it will become immeasurable. So that is how we can not only stay away from the debt from our ancestors but deliver them also by delivering their property to Krishna. 
so that's how we should do things that is the proper way of conducting ourselves mm. okay i hope that answers the question next simple question by pooja sankapur how to get prabhupad mercy <laughs> follow his instructions simple chant hare krishna 16 rounds daily minimum chant try to chant without offenses attentively here read prabhupad's books daily at least one hour engage yourself in krishna service listen to the lectures uh, if you have family you know raise them raise the children in krishna consciousness um try to preach krishna consciousness have some books try to preach to your neighbors yare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh yourself you follow to get the strength morning program mangal aarti uh, and chanting eating only krishna prasadam uh, if we conduct ourselves like this then we'll get prabhupad mercy for sure otherwise you know, we'll slip away okay so these things and learn learn from other devotees how to become proper devotee those who are serving prabhupad so under them echhai gosai jar mui tardas tasabar padarenu moro panchagras narutumdas thakur is saying those who are servants of the six goswamis i am their servant and the dust from their feet is my food stuff so that is how we should be we should be the servant of the servant So we should be not directly Prabhupada servant. We should we should be a servant of Prabhupada servant. Hmm. Some sometimes there are so-called Prabhupada anugas. Oh, I will not be anybody's servant. I will be Prabhupada servant only. All these other devotees are low class. I am Prabhupada servant. This is absolute rubbish. Uh, what is that? Uh, mentality. If I am Prabhupada servant, means I have to serve the servant who is serving Prabhupada. Das, 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 anu, das. Who is that? King Kulashekar is also saying. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying. Uh, is uh, how to become servant? We have to become servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of the servant. Tvad bhritya bhritya paricharak bhritya 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 sa bhritya. What is that? Uh, Smaratam. Ekanatha. Hmm. What is that? Matprarthaniya. ಮಧುಕೈಟಭಾರೆಮಾರ್ಥನೀಯಮದನುಗ್ರಹೇಶಿಮಾಂಸ್ಮರಲೋಕನಾಥಿಸ್ಟ್ಮಸಿ for you to consider me the servant of 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 your servant so this is how we should be hmm so then yes we'll get proper mercy all right so next question dimitri dr dimitri from russia ಹ 
Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisance all glorious Prabhupada. Prabhu, when something doesn't go according to my so-called plans, I am a bit short-tempered at this moment. I don't like this personality trait. What is lacking? Maybe humility. What should I do? Over time, you know, you will get over this. So that is the art of work. First of all, we have to... First of all, you should not have any plan. <laughs> we should just execute Krishna's plan. And we should make plans on how to execute Krishna's plan. So, Sarvarambha Parityagi, in the 12th chapter, one of the qualities of devotees is explained as Sarvarambha Parityagi. He does not initiate any plan. But he has innumerable plans on how to execute Krishna's plan. Krishna's order, to execute that, uh, he will have so many plans. But he will not make a plan of his own. Hmm. So, first of all, we have to come to that platform that accepting Prabhupada's order as our mission and how to fulfill that mission, then we have to have a plan. Now, planning is not bad, but only under the order of Krishna. Like, for example, you see, Krishna wanted the war between Pandavas and Kauravas. Now, the Pandavas had Krishna on their side, but still they had strategy. Not that Krishna is there on our side, no? We will just do whatever we want. We will just play with our sword and we will win the war. No. <laughs> they, they strategized. Okay, sometimes needle formation, sometimes chakra view, sometimes, you know, sometimes what is that, Padma view. Uh, different, different arrangements, phalanxes, all this. And, you know, in the Pashyaitam Pandu Putranam Acharya Mahatim Chamum Vyudham Drupada Putrena Tavasishena Dhimata Duryodhan is saying to um, Dronacharya, you look at this army of the Pandavas, how expertly they have been arranged. By who? By your disciple, Dhrishtadyumna, the son of Drupada. You have tra- trained him and now you see, he has arranged their army in perfect order, with complete strategy and everything. So, you see, the, the point I am trying to make is, Strategy was there, although there was service of Krishna. Oh, Krishna will take care. Krishna is on our side, no? Uh, we will just sleep and then we will win the war. No, it's not going to happen like that. They're going to fight and then they're going to die. Arjuna lost his son Abhimanyu to a cheating way of killing. And after the war, the five sons of Draupadi were killed, murdered, not even in a war. So much loss on Pandava side and Kaurava side also. Krishna is on our side, why did people die on our side? We will die. <laughs> die fighting for Krishna is a glorious death. But die fighting against Krishna is not glorious. Kaurava said they were fighting against Krishna and dying. But of course, Krishna is there, so everybody has achieved liberation. That is also spoken of in the Bhagavatam. But you see, the thing is, the war Krishna wanted, but still there is in this in the matter of such service. There has to be expert. Every intelligence, every part of our intelligence and mind and body and words, everything should be invested in how to execute Krishna's order nicely. Prabhupada said, distribute my books. Now we have to always make plans on how to distribute books. Oh, now we have COVID. I cannot go out to sell books. What can I do? Uh, Try somewhere. Maybe online we can try. Sell books. Hmm. You have to try. Hmm. Somehow or other, making plans, making some strategy to execute the order of Krishna. So that should first of all be our Arambha, Sarvarambha Parityaga. Arambha means beginning. 
so the devotee does not begin anything but he takes krishna's order and then make plans on that but if i am starting my own plan that is the beginning so devotee first of all should not have his own plans but if you are talking about your plans of increasing your devotional service and all that then we have to be patient we have to pray for krishna's mercy and all that so this usually comes you know when we are an association of devotees we will slowly slowly will it will not happen overnight you know uh, for most vast majority it will not happen overnight it's a gradual process so we just have to be i am also very impatient person but over time we learn hmm, the art of how to be patient you know how to be persistent how to be enthusiastic despite all reversals hmm. so all these things what is that utsaha nischaya dhairya tat tat karma pravartanat sangatyaga sato vritte shadbhir bhakti prasiddhyati rupa goswami has said in the upadeshamrita that these six things will increase our devotion utsaha enthusiasm and nischaya determination and dhairya patience these are the first three things and tat tat karma pravartanat we have to follow in the footsteps of authorities and when we see other devotees who are patiently preaching and patiently expanding then we will gain oh that's how it should be done how prabhupad was patient so patient hmm. how many years he tried in india did not succeed but he went to america hmm. it's not that he did not succeed success means he preached his life is successful but the indians were not successful <laughs> uh, they were failures but uh, when he went to west uh, then there was so much success so many people became devotees and then they turned indians into devotees so patience never gave up on it never gave up on the mission so we all have bad qualities so now we have to at least you are the good thing is you have identified it okay you have this trait that you want to change so that's a good point that's a starting point if i do if i can't even identify oh this prabhu there's nothing wrong with me i'm i think i'm liberated you know i think yeah i think i'm liberated that means i'm in a dangerous position absolutely completely illusion so i cannot be thinking like that <laughs> so if i am thinking that i have these problem i have so many in fact bhaktinath thakur is saying i am a paradukha sukhi parasukha dukhi if others are ha- happy i am unhappy to seeing them happy if they are unhappy i am happy seeing them unhappy so this is my this is my uh, qualities i have i have nothing Uh, please your mercy is everything to me hmm. gurudev kripa bindu the other song also uh, you are everything to me your mercy tumar karuna sara and here this this verse is also there shrimad bhagavatam it's a nice verse to remember two verses i'll show you one is, is not bhagavatam sorry it's uh, cc madhya i think some of you already know this verse 2329 na prema shravanaadi bhaktir api va yogothava vaishnavo gyanam va shubha karma vakiyadho sajjati rapyasti va heenarthadhika sadhake tvai tatha pyachedya mula sati हे गोपी जनवल्लभव्यथयते हा हा मदाशैव मां 
Oh my lord, I do not have any love for you nor am I qualified for discharging devotional service by chanting and hearing. Nor do I possess the mystic power of a Vaishnava knowledge or pious activities. I am very impious. I am very most fallen rascal. Nor do I belong to a very high caste family. On the whole, I do not possess anything. Still, O beloved of the gopis, because you bestow your mercy on the most fallen, I have an unbreakable hope that is constantly in my heart. That hope is giving me pain. So this is one nice beautiful verse. Another nice verse is this. This is another very 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 important verse for devotees to memorize. Durgamepathimendhasya skalatpada gatermuhu my path is very difficult. I am blind and my feet are slipping again and again. Therefore, may the saints or rather the devotees help me by granting me the stick of their mercy as my support. You know, when the old people, you know, they have this walking stick to take support and then walk. They're falling, you know, otherwise they'll fall. So we should consider ourselves lame like that. I need a support. And what is that support? The mercy of the sadhu, sadhu sangha, sadhu kripa. Um, may the saints help me by granting me the stick of their mercy as my support. So we are in- incapable. Hmm. So we should always pray to the Vaishnavas, pray to Krishna, pray to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Another verse is there, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kathanchana smrite yasmin dushkaram sukaram bhavet vismrite viparitam syat shri chaitanyam namamitam. Things that are very difficult to do become easy to execute if one somehow or other simply remembers Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But if one does not remember him, even easy things become very difficult. To this Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, I offer my respectful obeisances. So, praying to the Vaishnavas, praying to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, praying to Krishna. These three verses I have shown. So, we have to always keep praying. <coughs> praying to Srila Prabhupada. You know, there is a story of Srila Prabhupada. Just before he went to America, he was going to this temple and, you know, he was chanting. Uh, chanting 64 rounds. And as a, you know, as a, <coughs> even as a grihastha, <coughs> he used to go, sometimes go to this temple. I think I forgot where. I think uh, somewhere in Mayapur, somewhere somewhere there. So he used to go to this temple every time and chant, or I think Vrindavan maybe. And um, he used to even sometimes shed tears. So the pujari used to ask him, "What what what happened? No, I have given this. I have been given this order by my guru, Guru Maharaj, that he asked me to preach in the Western countries. I don't know how to do this." I am praying for their mercy. So these things, anything connected to Krishna's service will not happen without our, without spiritual strength. We need spiritual strength to be able to be able to um, execute anything on the order of the spiritual master. So we have to pray, we have to pray for that strength to do such service. Service is a great benediction, but if I cannot do any justice to the service, then that is my great misfortune. So I should pray to Krishna to give me the strength to 
be able to do that service. Hmm. Okay, so next one. Wow. question by Bhakta Dimitri <coughs> question why is it easier for us to be attracted by a woman or a man than Krishna for example talking to a girl on the phone I may think oh she has so nice voice Probably she is a nice person, and I go all the way down that route with such kind with such kind of thoughts. But I have only heard her voice and know nothing about her though. Whereas we have so much information about Krishna, what he looks like, his qualities, etc., and still we are not attracted by him. Uh, what is the problem? I mean, we are attracted by someone whom we don't even know properly, but we are not attracted by Krishna, although we have so many books about him. So, good question. So, the attraction, we have heard about Krishna, but we have no faith. <laughs> we have zero faith that Krishna is there. And that's why our attraction is not as much. So, once the attraction, the, the I mean, the faith increases, then one will lose faith in these material relationships. We are placing our faith in something, either a girl or um, Krishna or the pilot when we are when we are on the plane or the barber when we are cutting our hair because he has a knife in his hand and you are putting your head in front of his knife and he can just slit your throat and kill you in one second but you are there with all his knives, different types of knives and knives and scissors but you are going there putting your head on his hand so we need faith to do any of these things and marriage is a faith because you're you're basically having faith in that person that you know we stay together for life or you know we can be happy but anything can end in any way so we are having faith in all these things the thing that is the problem is we want sense gratification atmendriya priti vancha we eat, we tend to forget the fact that actually krishna is the owner krishna is the enjoyer bhoktaram yagnatapasam sarvaloka maheshwaram suhridam sarvabhutanam jnatvamam shantam ricchati krishna is the ultimate enjoyer so how can i be the enjoyer of this girl she is meant to be enjoyed by krishna So she should be enjoyed by Krishna, not me. So if we can maintain that, then we will not be disturbed. But if I don't understand that Krishna is the enjoyer, or I don't, I have heard from him many times, but I don't have the faith. Hmm. Whereas here, I can see that okay, the girl is actually there. I I, I believe that she's a person, and maybe she's she will be nice, you know. Whereas I haven't seen Krishna, I've heard about him, but I don't have the faith that he is there. So, if we have complete faith, then we will not take to any other recourse than Krishna. 
but of course this takes time this requires spiritual maturity so even if one goes into a marital relationship though the only way we can do justice to that is make everybody a devotee so in that way that's why krishna is so kind that even if we are sense i mean we want sense gratification he has put out certain procedures in which we can channel our sense gratification back to krishna again so basically if we go that way it is kind of like a deviation we have felt for sense gratification but then come back with it it's going to be a rough path but at least there's a path if there's no path that will be much more worse much worse so in that aspect so there is some uh, you know respite from the whole thing but then if you really understand that krishna is the only enjoyer then i'm not the enjoyer of anybody so automatically so prabhupada said if you if you see a beautiful girl you know to think oh she's so beautiful she she is a gopi meant to be enjoyed by krishna that's it finish our whole lust game is finished if we can think like that but if i think oh that's a nice girl i want to be the krishna she i, I want her to be my gopi then so basically we have this tendency to compete with krishna that's the whole reason why we are in this material world so that has been ingrained we are now learning about krishna for the past few years or months or days or what but for past trillions of years we have been convinced of the path of sense gratification although every single time it has failed us out of illusion we have been convinced for trillions of years that's why we immediately go for it we don't have the faith in the girl or what we have the faith that my sense gratification has to be fulfilled so if this can do me sense gratification if, if this can this can give me sense gratification i'll go for it so we have so much faith in this process of sense gratification that we easily accept things out of our foolishness so compared to our trillions and trillions of years of indoctrination by maya the amount of krishna consciousness that we have been you know in taking uh, is very short it's like few years only compared to trillions of years so those the remnants of those you know those sense gratificatory flavor is still there in us so that is pushing us but krishna is so kind that even if we are pushed like that he is having a system where we can okay make it a family make it a you know, you know come back to again to him and center the whole family life on him make the wife a devotee make the children devotee now that's going to be a little tough in kali yuga if the other partner is not really willing into coming into this path that's going to be a hell of a ride but <clears throat> if they are at least agreeing on that one thing that you know ultimately prabhupada and krishna should be the center of our lives then you know there is some profit in such a in such a you know relationship so don't be too despaired i mean we have to just hear more about krishna it's not that the process is not working it's working previously without krishna you do not even know that there is krishna and now you at least know and you see your own inability and then you know so it is much better than not knowing anything so you have progressed so just like um you have wet wood a piece of wood which is wet which is not dry <clears throat> so now you burn it it won't catch fire that does not mean that the fire is not working is working 
but what is happening why is it not catching fire because the 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 moisture in the wood is being first of all dried out is slowly being dried up and then when it comes to a point where it's completely dried then the fire will ignite so as long as the water has not dried out from the wood we will still feel that you know it's it's not working it's working so it's from is from minus now we are co- slowly coming towards zero and then plus so while we are in the minus oh why nothing is uh, why nothing no plus here no minus is decreasing and then slowly it becomes zero and then plus so it takes some time like that so to give up all our thing so um, what is that fire um, there is a verse actually <coughs> You know, there are a few verses, but uh, one of them is um, burned to the roots. What is that? I think Nishkritam. Yeah. Okay, let me see. There are actually a few. burn to ashes okay this is hmm 11 14 19 okay yathagneh susra susamridharchih karoti edhamsi bhasmasat tatha madvishaya bhaktir uddhavainam sikritsnashah my uddhava just as a blazing fire turns firewood to ashes similarly devotion unto me completely burns to ashes sins committed by my devotees so all this is just oh rajeshwari mataji is asking is audio and video in sync is there kind of a hmm does anybody else feel the you know out of sync that audio and video is it very slight or is it very okay subala prabhu is saying the incident happened in radha damodar temple hmm I think it's another temple, isn't it? Where he used to visit. I could I remember? Anyway. Yes. What is yes? Is the audio and video in sync? In sync or not in sync? You tell me fully. Yes, it means I don't know which one is yes for what. <coughs> for me, okay. Yes, in sync. Oh, good. Maybe it's a connection problem for someone then. Okay. Let's go on. Then Vijay Sharma Prabhu from UK. Question is what is the difference between the mind and consciousness? Hmm? Consciousness is a symptom of the soul. consciousness is a symptom of the soul mind is one of the material elements um so consciousness <coughs> is when we are aware of our presence so that's consciousness so no oh, video was frozen for some people okay but for me i don't see any problem here for me it looks all okay 
because when it's out of sync i can see myself um it's slightly kind of out of sync but not much uh, it's almost zero anyway what is the difference between mind and consciousness <coughs> consciousness as we know is a symptom of the soul the presence of the soul is felt with consciousness in fact mind has no separate existence than the soul so conscious we can be only when the soul is there so usually the mind accompanies the soul wherever he goes in this material world only when he gets liberated from material world then the mind is also dissolved the material mind and then he goes the pure spirit soul goes to the um spiritual world so otherwise you know they are both together <coughs> so mind means there are so many desires the mind is actually always it's a factory of desires hmm. desires are whose it's a soul's desires but it, it gets manufactured in the factory of the brain when the senses contemplate the sense objects then there will be some attachment and then the lust develops the desire to enjoy that sen- the sense object develops and that's how you know we are the whole thing happens so mind does that it's a very powerful tool Hmm. to um, to travel great distances you need an aeroplane to travel very fast so it's a very powerful vehicle much power much more powerful than a car right but then the risk is also there if, if something happens uh, forget it so compared to a bullock cart a plane is much more powerful but also the danger is also that much so mind to in order to think of krishna in order to like meditate on krishna we need a very powerful tool to go to vaikuntha and that is the mind but if we misuse it it can be very very dangerous and for the vast the, i mean the 99.9999% of the population of the material world they misuse and that's why so much uh, so so much pain and sus so consciousness is different from that consciousness is just the state of being aware now what is the state of my consciousness what i identify myself with that is false ego if i identify myself with my gross body that is uh, akarmi if i identify myself with the mind that is gyani if i identify myself with the soul uh, then yes that is proper and that is also in fact gyani if i don't understand my relationship with the supreme soul then i'm still you know gyani not really complete gyani but perfect devotee ah uh, he comes he has perfect consciousness that's why he is called krishna consciousness prabhupada termed it as krishna consciousness he is conscious of krishna and therefore is conscious of i mean he he his knowledge is perfect so mind is a factory of desires consciousness is the it is state of awareness hmm. Hmm. the the like if i pinch i feel the pain that is aware aware of the pain something is happening here in this part of the body If the soul is there then i can this can be felt otherwise you pinch a dead body nothing will happen hmm. so consciousness is the something of the soul okay next um just a second we will go to this bhagavad gita chapter 2 text 17 
that which pervades the entire body you should know to be indestructible no one is able to destroy that imperishable soul so the soul is spread all over the body through consciousness and that is explained here Hmm. This is from the Mundaka Upanishad. Eshonuratma Chetasa Veditavyo Yasmin Prana Panchadha Samvivesha Pranais Chittam Sarvamotam Prajanam Yasmin Vishuddhe Vibhavatyesha Atma. The soul is atomic in size and can be perceived by perfect intelligence. This atomic soul is floating in the five kinds of air Prana, Apana, Vyana, Samana, and Udana. Usually we say Pranopana, Vyanodana, Samana. is situated within the heart and spreads its influence all over the body of the embodied living entities so this spreading of the influence is the consciousness when the soul is purified from the contamination of the five kinds of material air its spiritual influence is exhibited so that is the thing so anyway uh, next question This Ayappa has many questions always. Some weird question. Do we have references of demigod Sasta in our scripture? Who is Sasta? I don't even know. questions okay. okay next question how to become a full time devotee if we face a lot of oppositions from our family can you give some guidance for us just be sincere that's it you if you sincerely want to become a devotee of krishna full time krishna will make arrangement you have to be sincere in that that's it without any other motives just whatever krishna wants that's it so we have to just be very very sincere in that that's the only price we have to pay so yeah there will be so many oppositions but you know that's why the surrender it's not opposition it's actually krishna testing our surrender so if you are sincere and persistent and enthusiastic then we will come out successful so many examples are there the prahlad maharaj is like that ragunadas goswami is like that so just have to be sincere and sincerely want to become a full time devotee hmm and full time devotee is not a, you know something which oh now i'm full time devotee i can bully all the part time devotees no we have to become very humble in fact we have to consider ourselves just like a patient in the hospital the outpatient he is not so serious he will come and go the one who is admitted into the ward means he is serious icu means more serious so we should consider ourselves icu patients so i need icu care so <laughs> i need to join full time there so that's how we can become humble otherwise we think oh, we are you know top top of the top cream then we'll become proud and then we fall away from the full time life so we have to be very careful just we have to be sincere that's the whole thing we have to be sincere become servant that's it what else what else guidance i can give you know it's all there already all the 
guidance is there in our books raghunath das goswami's life prahlad maharaj's life you can see the whole thing that they become successful because they just stuck the determination is unbreakable so we just have to you know become like that we have to pray for their mercy pray to devotees and krishna will open the make the opening right vishwajit dhakra in our sampradaya why one start narsimha deity worship i see lot of temple in brajmandal of gaudiya vaishnava and even i see iskon many temples in north india but no deities of narsimha established in iskon temple and if you that example that prabhupada start narsimha worship so why no deities in iskon vrindavan even you say that narsimha destroy obstacles easier easily than the similar things we find when we worship lord krishna and mahaprabhu so why we need to worship lord narsimha yeah you can worship krishna narsimha in, in the form of narsimha is especially fierce against the non devotees hmm. especially fierce so that was his pinnacle of anger against the non devotee so that is it's not it's not that narsimha is something different from krishna and then oh krishna worship is not enough then therefore we are worshiping narsimha no so the narsimha and krishna is the same person but the rasa is with krishna then the prayer is to narsimha to keep our service to krishna intact so there is uh, <laughs> there is no contradiction there so in our vrindavan temple yes it is not there so what prabhupada started in the mayapur temple bhaktivinoda thakur you know uh, he gave narsimha mantra to his son no he actually gave kurma mantra kurma but he had uh, composed prayers to narsimha in his uh, navadvip bhava taranga navadvip ya bhava taranga there he has composed verses to narsimha dev praying to him to remove all obstacles in the path of radha and krishna worship so uh, nothing you know nothing lacking in krishna that we are worshiping narsimha but we are worshiping narsimha for his especially that feature of extreme anger against the non devotees and all it's not against only non devotees because non devotional ideas even i have in my own mind so to kill all that mm, so with the with that um, fierceness that ferocity so that's the thing we are worshiping for mm. In fact, Rupa Goswami said we should worship Lord Ganesh first before worshiping Krishna, so that he removes all our obstacles in our service. But Sri Prabhupada said uh, he did not. He, he in fact prohibited this for us because we will easily go to demigod worship after that. So in other, um, so in replacement of that, we have Narasimha Dev worship. Hmm. And anyway, Ganesh gets his power from Narasimha Dev only. shivanand santi hari krishna prabhu all glories prabhu what is ego what is false ego which one shouldn't be there and can we get rid of which one and how in case you covered these questions before please provide a link so ego means identity who i am i am this that is ego i am this so i jeevar swarupa the real true ego jeevar swarupa hai krishna nitidas i am a servant of krishna that is our real identity real ego true ego but our false ego means when i when we misidentify ourselves with the body with our family with our country with our race with our gender with our anything all these are upadhi designations false ego 
false designations these are not our real designation our real designation is to be an eternal servant of krishna nothing else is our designation but if we accepted anything else that is due to our illusion that is false we have falsely accepted that identity that is called false ego and how what is it can we get rid of which one and how uh, the whole thing is if we understand more and more that we are krishna's servant and then we our false ego gets dissolved uh, our subtle body gets dissolved and false ego is part of the subtle body so the more we understand our true ego our real identity and to understand that how to how to understand that that is exactly what this chanting hari krishna is all about hari krishna hari krishna means we are pleading to radha and krishna i want to be your servant i want to be your servant that's my identity please radha and krishna get me back to my original designation as your servant my true ego hmm. that is the hari krishna mantra chanting means please engage me in your service that is our original original identity <coughs> and then we actually when we practically engage in krishna service that is true ego that is manifestation of true ego so when we are serving krishna but if i am serving say my country my race my this thing and that is manifestation of my false ego or my family very attached to family this so all these things are manifestation of false ego so the how to get out of this so we have to become more and more devotee of krishna understand that we are only krishna's servant nothing else actually hmm. so next krishner nityadas ah, this is our real ego <laughs> this person has a real ego one second i'll just um. the question this is a question from an anonymous friend i am a graduate and i have a problem since from my teenage years that i am a homosexual so i have more difficulties to manage my lusty desires I don't know that I really need to enter into spiritual life because I'm very sinful. Even though I'm 23 years old, I'm watching a lot of pornography, seeking people to satisfy my cheap desires. It sounds more depressing. This sex life, porn, and useless dating sites. Please help me. Sorry if it hurted. Just don't go there. Why you go there? I mean, you have in your own control the finger. You just, you know, forget about your. I think I have answered this kind of questions before. <clears throat> you just have to read Prabhupada's books, Chant Hare Krishna. That's it. You know, that's all you have to do. And that's the only way. There's no other different remedy. You know, the only thing you have to do replace your pornography with reading Krishna's books. That's it. What more you want? What more you want? You want me want me to say? There's nothing more. You just have to do that. That's simple switch is enough. That's it. It's not that oh I'm sinful. Uh, uh, spiritual life is not for me. Well, if millions of years you want to suffer, basically homosexual or whatever, you, what is the whole aim? Trying to become happy, right? But if what you are doing will become will be the cause of your pain, then why why go for it? Chant Hare Krishna. That's it. That's the only way to control the mind. Cheto darpanam arjanam. the mind is full of rubbish so that is a cleansed cleanse means you chant hari krishna and read prabhupada's books bhagavad gita bhagavatam repeatedly read get absorbed forget the nonsense what is he using stupid sexual pleasure and homosexual is demoniac 
it's not even normal so there's absolutely zero good that can come out of it so one has to give that up and can only be given up by becoming very solid in our krishna consciousness that's all i can say this nonsense movement is increasing nowadays oh, what is that uh, pride they call it lgbt now there are so many L- lgbtqia ps nno all all kind of you know and they want to have their own pronouns is uh, i mean the madness is just not stopping anywhere it's just going completely berserk Okay, here is some link. What is what to do if family members do not agree to you becoming a devotee of Krishna? Okay, there's a nice. And how should a devotee deal with his family member? Oh, nice links here. Okay, good. So you can see these references. Krishna Nitidas again asking. Also, can such homosexual boys can take brahmacharya and remain permanently as a monk? Well, don't pollute the ashram. <laughs> don't go and have sex with brahmacharis hmm so um, i think they better stay away until they are really clean you know this is a big problem if they come into the brahmacharya we, we don't want such people if they are having such traits better don't they don't join here we are here only for krishna's service and if they have such traits they better stay away and come to the temple and go back we don't want unnecessary nonsense in the brahma in the brahmacari ashram bhakti lata devidasi hmm. i am amazed to read and listen to the reading so complete abstract and perfect knowledge thanks prabhu dhanod pranam from chile to your service oh from chile hare krishna mata ji thank you for joining <coughs> it's not abstract it's very practical <laughs> practical what is this what exactly is ego and how to deal with it okay there's another video from sundagopal prabhu you can take to that there are nice material now we have mm-hmm. you can watch and watch this 18 minutes video it seems okay uh, mk sharma hari krishna prabhu question i am following four regulative principles and and one of them is not to eat onion and garlic and doing ekadashi too so sometimes my parents didn't support me so in anger i don't i just don't listen to them so they say that you are pleasing krishna but insulting your parents so is it necessary to follow every instruction of parents if parents is parent more important than god parents should be taking their children to god that is the duty if they don't do it then they are not uh, doing the duty as parents Uh, parents means this pitanasasya jananina sasyad namochayadya samupetam mrityum ji pitanasasya jananina sasyad so there are certain responsible positions which one should not take if we cannot um, give liberation to the dependents so one who cannot deliver his dependents from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master a father a husband a mother or a worshipable demigod so we cannot so this is the parents duty but if they don't do it if they don't allow 
Pralad Maharaj, he did not disrespect his father, but he did not follow his father. That's it. That's what that's we have. That's what we have to do. We have to know that they are in Maya, and you know, pray for their deliverance. And at the same time, we cannot compromise with our things. So there will be some kind of altercation between parents and children in that case. So I mean, sometimes we have to just tolerate such such things and just go on with our. We cannot compromise on the principle. You know. So we just have to somehow or other navigate such situations. And uh, I mean, educate them. Educate them first. I mean, I have to follow this. So don't do something which is not against. I mean, which is against the principles of scripture. Why? Why you want to do? What are you? I mean, are you even religious? I mean, just um, drive some sense into them. You know, what to do? If nothing gets into the head, then we just have to somehow or other mind our own way, and uh, somehow or other ask them not to interfere. That's it. We just have to stay strong in our determination. It just, it's just a game of determination. After that, whoever stays longer, he will win. That's it. So you just have to stay absolutely solid, and they will just okay give it, give the fight up, give up the fight, and that's what, that's what we can do. Then, uh, Vishwajit Dhakra. Oh, this is again the same thing, right? Okay. No worries, Prabhu will answer your question. Okay. Satyam Chaudhary. Okay, he's asking. Nowadays, unfortunately, there are so many doctors who are misleading people by saying that masturbation is normal. So how can such thing be stopped, Prabhu? Because it's spoiling many people. Even myself being a victim of this, because we have been brainwashed to trust doctors and scientists. So we just need to preach Krishna consciousness. We all learn like that. Um, so the only way is to preach Krishna consciousness. Then we know the importance of retention of semen and all these things, and every I mean many other things, abortion, all these things. What is illicit sex? And you know, so many things. I mean, so <clears throat> the only thing is Krishna consciousness has to be spread. See, they have you know so much education system. Everything is there. The whole brainwashing, bombarding is there from their side. So we have to bombard from our side. So we have to become so big in our propaganda that we will completely overpower and silence every other propaganda. That should be our goal. We have to become so massive, you know, so overbearing, oh, not overbearing, I mean overwhelming that completely inundate and you know. So that much propagation needs to be done. So there's a lot of work. So anyway, the only thing it starts from is distributing Prabhupada's books. That's all it is. Distributing Prabhupada's books. And now you have understood. So similarly, if you distribute these books, then other people will understand. So that's it. It's all about this uh, education, re-education of human society. Right? In, um, I think, I don't know if I've done a Oh, yeah, I have done a video on uh, the other, the higher use of semen or something like that. I don't know if that link was shared as a answer to this question. I don't see, I don't see that. So I think that link can be shared here. The higher use of semen, urdhvareta saham. So those who um, 
don't release semen so the semen becomes very powerful and then it goes up upward and then it it sharpens the brain so much that the memory is impeccable memory so and not only memory intelligence and clear discretion of thoughts so all these things will be possible by retention of semen and not just letting it flow out you see i hope uh, that link can be shared yeah the greater use of semen yeah this is the video shared in the comment section so i would like to um, you know request the moderator to also include these links in the youtube repost of this video so that when i'm saying these things when they watch on youtube these links can be accessible to them as well so whatever is shared here needs to be shared on the youtube as well so <clears throat> so that is that why you always add g after every sentence okay this is what else dhiradas hari krishna prabhu dhanavad pranam all those prabhupad our varna which is brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra is decided according to our guna karma the work we are doing but if one is doing a job outside serving the boss and depending on him for his pay this only shudras do a brahmana never does that yes but we have many working devotees also and prabhupad said our movement is for creating first class brahmanas and vaishnavas and vaishnavas are supposed to be even higher than brahmanas so how to reconcile these things so yeah it's a good question so we have many vaishnavas i mean second initiated devotees who are still like working a job so we have to make our way out of that we have to slowly transition out of that so see the thing is they've already started like that and they're stuck in that thing so now only they came in contact with krishna consciousness and then now they're trying to become brahmanical then transition takes time so they get initiated and then slowly cultivate these qualities and you know give up and then think of how to become more full time you know just preaching so eventually we have to change to that that is surrender next question by dimitri how to understand who is prabhupada's disciple and not them because this way a person may serve to his con no i think i think your question is based on my question which was i mean my explanation which was that we have to become servant of prabhupada's servant i think so i'm guessing so yeah you can serve under the organizations which are actually um, following prabhupada you know you can work under them in iskon they are not following prabhupada so if you follow them they are not following prabhupada so that's not proper service to prabhupada service to prabhupada means you follow those who are following prabhupada question one person said it is not consciousness it is the nervous system okay so the nervous system is there in a dead body why there is no reaction the same nerves are there no none of the nerves missing in a dead body 
not that when the person is dead the nerves disappear no is that that so why is not working so it's not just the nervous system nervous system is the medium through which consciousness is like you know felt or how to say distributed but it's it's not the nervous system that makes the body uh, have consciousness right it's the consciousness that drives the uh, nervous system <coughs> it's like this i mean the car is moving because of the pistons the fuel but ultimately it is the driver who is you know pushing on the fuel which is making it go fast or he's applying the brake or anything so so all these brakes or fuel or pistons and motors and wheels and shafts these are there in the car they help the car move yes yeah it is because of the fuel that the car is moving yeah it's not it's not wrong but fuel will not make the car move the car will move because of the driver but if there is driver and there's no fuel also the car won't move right so which is which is the moving factor so the thing is the driver can still move without the car but the car cannot move without the driver you understand this thing so just like this body needs um nervous system like i cannot feel anything if i have a paralysis for example and then you know one part of the body becomes paralyzed so i don't have any feeling there right person does not have any feeling nervous system is you know not there but the consciousness is still there and then that's why that body is still being maintained that part of the body although the feeling is not there the control is not there but then the body is still being maintained because the soul is still there otherwise it should become dead right like die no it's not dying it's still going on so consciousness of course the parmatma is making sure that the body still works because ultimately even when we are fully conscious we don't even know how our brain works how our brain looks how our body works how our nerves look like how our stomach looks like we don't not know nothing what is working so it's not that we are making it work but krishna is making it work but it will work only as long as we are there inside it otherwise once the soul leaves and that's it that's the end of the body <clears throat> so the body's movement uh, requires all these things but it's the soul who is aware the body is not aware the brain is not aware of anything the soul is aware through the brain like the eyes don't see anything the souls the soul sees through the eyes the, the eyes are basically like the windows they are not the eyes are not seeing anything the soul is seeing through the eye because the same eyes are there in a dead body but the the dead body does not see anything um, so we should know what is what actually the soul and body we should know the difference the nervous system is still there in the dead body but it's not working the pinching is not you know doing anything but living body yes through this through these instruments he will feel hmm. but he himself will exist without this body he can exist but when he is in this body like the driver if he goes out of the car he can walk he can move in other ways but as long as he is in the car he needs the car to have fuel he needs the car to have all these things in order to move so as long as we are trapped within the body 
we need we can only move as far as the body allows us like if i am in the car i cannot fly when i am driving a plane i can fly when i am in a submarine it allows me to go underwater so according to my vehicle i am able to move as long as i am trapped inside the vehicle now if i am outside the vehicle i can move in other ways without the help of the vehicle so the soul ultimately can move but as long as we're trapped within this vehicle of this body we need these these you know appliances that this body offers and within the limits of those appliances within the limits of this body we can work like in a human body i can't i can't fly in a bird's body i can do that that is not mean the bird is more uh, advanced humans are more advanced because the brain substance the, the the what we can understand what we can do with our intelligence what what we can do with our mind that is way more powerful than what a bird does the different people have different soul different bodies give different uh, capacities for the soul to operate but the soul apart from the but the soul apart from the body can function and that's that will happen when we become completely purified then the soul like narad muni he can go anywhere he wants the soul has complete freedom but we ourselves want to be bound up in this body because of our karmic reactions because of whatever we have done so we are imprisoned in a body with its limits and then we are forced to function in certain ways we are given certain circumstances in life and all these things i hope that makes it clear uh kaka singh is saying there is no audio now video is going on is the audio working for the rest okay for the rest it's working okay hmm omkar tawari is saying 60 drops of blood is one drop of semen so yeah sometimes say this is 64 sometimes they say 40 sometimes say 80 whatever it's, it's very concentrated it's very powerful in fact so we need to use that as well so somebody <laughs> was asking me um hey you say you are you are monk you know then you are not using the genitals that god has given you that means you are disrespecting god <laughs> he told me like that when i was book distributing books on the street one man he was telling me like that he was uh, from another religion i think he was a muslim man so he was telling me hey you, you, you say you are a monk then you are not then god has given you genitals you have you are not using it that means you are disrespecting god if uh, if somebody gives you a gift and you don't use it you, you don't accept it that that's a disrespect right so god is giving you a gift and then you don't use it in disrespecting god so this was his challenge so i said there's not only one way to use the genitals there's another way also you use the genitals <laughs> so you would say so your memory becomes sharp if you can control this but if you want to enjoy it and then yeah then that is also can be used in proper way you produce children and then take responsibility train them up to be devotees yes there is proper use of semen and then the other use of semen is you know urdhvareta to you know that will actually give the vitality to that person and then his brain becomes sharp and health becomes very strong for such a person so so that is another use of semen so in fact by regular loss of semen there will be a lot of diseases that come about hmm. medical people what do they know these people i am honestly telling you these people don't know nothing about nothing see krishna has created his body he has he has given us this whole ayurveda science he is giving us all this you know knowledge medical modern medicine is very very crude way of treating things treating con- treating conditions 
very very crude way hmm. everything in uh, modern science is very crude way of doing things like even weaponry for example what is a brahmastra nuclear weapon a mantra can make an arrow into a nuclear weapon whereas they have to be have this huge nuclear reactors and they have to put this, all this very millions of dollars whereas with one mantra they are doing so this is very subtle way of doing it very cost effective and very skillful way and only few people can do it um so everything that the modern science does is a very very crude way of doing what the real i mean vedic powers they do so and also very defective very defective so they don't know what is the real use of semen what is the real use of intelligence what is the real purpose of human life why we have taken medical science can an, uh, answer question like how you have taken birth when you have taken birth to whom you have taken birth but why did you take birth they don't know why we were put into this world we don't know why do we die we don't they don't know it right to prolong prolong the life why to prolong what to do with the life and why do we die why everybody dies they don't know hmm. they are still figuring out ways how how to make it immortal still trying stupid fellows wasting whole life in trying to become immortal and they die in the process so if we know how everything is then we know what is what so everything knowledge is given by krishna so we just have to you know take it and then use it hmm so dimitri is saying so the nervous system is like other senses we as soul interact through yes so they are the interface you know the word interface interface means like you know this this ipad here i am i am i'm moving it with my finger this is interface how i'm interacting with this thing and what i'm doing with it so how i interact with this thing that is the interface like so the screen is the interface which allows me to operate this in certain ways and i what i do with that i'm showing some verses to you so this is how i'm doing so the interface is how you interact so how we interact with this body the touch points for an outsider in of a car he will see the headlights turn on or he will say okay this guy has turned on the lights oh he has uh, he is stopping you know his speed is reducing okay so reducing the bra- i mean pressing on the brakes so i cannot see the leg going on the brakes but from the outside symptom the speed is reducing okay i know this person is pre- pressing on the brakes or he's pressing on the accelerator the car is going faster or he's turning so he's actually turning so i can i may not be able to see the person doing all these things <clears throat> so but I, on, i only see the effect of it from outside so but the interface is what internally the in, inside the car how the driver is interacting with the machine so that these outcomes can be produced so our body is doing these things you know carrying that's what we see from outside but internally how the soul is interacting with this body and how we are feeling things and how we so that's the nervous system that's the internal interface but outside these are the effects what happen with the with the body what we do what we speak now i don't know how the voice box the larynx and all these things in the throat work but the outside but i'm into i'm interacting with it you see like i don't know in the car how pistons work i i don't really know but i know how to move these things near the steering and the my hands and legs then automatically these things are controlled i don't consciously know how they work how the motor turns how the gearbox works i don't know but i am making it work without even knowing it how 
because the engineer's job is to make it work and i just sit down in the car and have these things which i can do so some things are within our control like what i want to say is within is within my control but how i am saying it how my voice my the larynx is pushing the sound i i don't really know i really need to learn the human anatomy to understand how the you know air goes from here and then how the sound is produced those technicalities we don't know but we know how to make the sound without even know how knowing how the mechanics are working here so that's the thing i'm saying so i don't know how the so basically when we are driving what we are doing we are turning the wheels but am i turning the wheel like this that's what i do when i'm cycling i'm actually turning the wheels because i'm pressing on the pedals and then the chain is actually turning the wheels you can literally see what is going on there but in a car it's not as straightforward so it's a more complicated body more complicated machine so i'm pressing something and the wheels are turning faster i'm pressing something and the wheels are turning slower and i'm turning something and the wheels are turning this side so i am not turning the wheels by holding on to them it's 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 a, it's a whole different system so it's further away from what i can see but in a cycle it's it's a bicycle it's very you know visible what is happening so human body is a very complex body so are many other bodies but we have even more because our subtle body is even more advanced than the others like much of the covering is removed so we can do much greater things with human body and we can go back to godhead with his human body which the animals cannot do <coughs> so yeah it's basically the interface but we don't know how the nervous system works it's like the internal parts of the car we know you know how to move our hands that's why the five senses are the knowledge acquiring senses like the eyes ears nose tongue and touch and the five working senses are something which we can kind of control these are the senses like hands legs speech genitals anus so these things we have some control and we know you know but internally we don't have control how our digestive system works we don't know how our nervous system works we don't know how our blood is flowing we don't know how our heart is beating we don't know so these are internal processes so these senses are what we can work with what we can understand have have some control hmm. but it's much more complex on the inside which krishna is taking care of <laughs> just like the engineer of the car takes care of the rest of the mechanics whatever happens in the car but the driver he just has to do these things and if he presses this how the thing is channeling more fuel and how the how that is channeling the faster speed of the wheels that's beyond me but i just know that if i press i'll go faster that's it that's all i need to know as a driver i don't need to know everything else so i hope that answers the question dhirada so when we are in the stage still working outside should we not consider them as vaishnavas means are they still shudras or even they are chanting worshiping us you still worship i mean consider them as vaishnavas of course hmm. even though they are stuck in this and that stops it away um so if they're chanting chaitanya mahaprabhu's definition of vaishnava means whoever is chanting hari krishna krishne tiyasya giritam manasadriyeta dikshasti chet pranatibhischa bhajantam isham shushrushaya bhajana vigyam ananyam anya nindadi shunya hridam ipsita sangalabhya nectar of instruction verse 5 one should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of krishna 
One should offer humble obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha, and is engaged in worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. <coughs> so Vaishnava can be from any, although he is technically higher than a Brahmana, but even a Shudra can become a Vaishnava. Hmm. He can become a Vaishnava. He may be engaging as Shudra. That's why ours is Daiva Varnashram. Some people engage as uh, in the farm, right? Farm communities. They are, you know, doing agriculture or cow protection. They are Vaishyas. But are they Vaishnavas? Yeah, because they are chanting. Vaishya and Vaishnava also. So after all, everybody has to serve Krishna. Whether Shudra, Brahmana, Kshatriya, everything. <coughs> so even if he is externally working as Shudra, he can be more than Brahmana. So, anyway, as long as they are Vaishnavas, it's good. But then, of course, the devotees should always think of how to give up the Shudra occupation and transition to full-time life. This should always be on the mind of everybody. You know, to constantly work towards that. How to make that possible. Hmm. Next. Application Programming Interface. <laughs> yeah, API. API, yeah. Other anonymous question Why do other scriptures say Bible or Quran permit meat eating while Vedas suggest being prasadarian, prasadarians or whatever, eating prasadam? <coughs> so, even in the Vedas, also there is meat eating um, sanctioned in the Tamasic um, scripture. So, that is there. So, uh, we have such scriptures also so for those people who cannot stop eating meat there is some regulation in eating meat that's why even in other scriptures like in muslim also there is kurban there is sacrifice so sacrifice has to be done and properly the mantras have to be chanted and all that so for those people who cannot give up meat eating yeah that way those who can they should go into higher 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 so these permissions are given for not for continuing such activities but to eventually restrict them and completely stop them so those who don't understand the real aim of these things then they continue these things whether in other religions or in even in our religion hmm. dimitri okay i remember i remember Prabhupada gave us example that this gross body is like dress which was sewed together because there is the soul is there that's why we have a form like the Lord's as opposed to what Mayavadi say. But we have different bodies or clothes. What about the soul? Because it is said he is unchangeable or we have, a, we all have the same soul with two hands. So, the soul can take on many forms as well. That's another thing. But now, the Prabhupada explained the different bodies as, like I can be clothed in a shirt, in a full hand shirt or in a half sleeve shirt or sleeveless or I can you know on in um you know in a cloth like this or i can just have one rug over me and then no shape can be seen it's just like a like a mound like that you know that is also kind of covering only of the body so it can be covered in any way hmm. so a soul can be accepting many many bodies so it is covered in different different ways hmm. ultimately the soul is not necessarily human form Sometimes you can have in the spiritual world, he can be a, a bird, a parrot, or a peacock, or a, a deer, or a cow, anybody. So, 
spiritual body he will have his own original body but when he comes here he will according to his position he will accept different different bodies like uh, the same human being can be in a car can be on a motorbike can be on an aeroplane can be on a helicopter can be on a submarine can be on a ship can be on a boat can be on a speedboat can be on a skateboard and in each of these cases he will move differently uh but is the same human being so like that he can have these different dresses in different shapes same soul you know and he can move it so like that but the point is that in the case of a dress the thing is he has a form and this is tailored the form the dress is tailored so that means the form is there the soul has a form that is being highlighted now he can you know have many forms but the thing is he has a form he's not impersonal next question i have a question we do we do kill insects which harm us in daily life say cockroaches mosquitoes small flies do we incur sin by doing so yeah we do of course mosquito if it is going to give you dengue and then you die then it's it's a technically an attacker a, a, an aggressor so killing a mosquito in that case would not be a missing but we still incur sin unless we just the only way unconsciously or consciously we are killing so we can't just first of all you have to keep things neat then these things won't come if they come we cannot just let them stay there we have to drive them away somehow or other so we can't just be with the whole place be infested with all kind of cockroaches and with the whole temple full of cockroaches so that will be very uh, <laughs> terrible right so first of all we should not we should keep everything clean but somehow or other sometimes these things come so then yes we expelled what to do Uh, if you're clean, then these things won't come. But you know, sometimes, somehow or other, they will come, and then they increase, increase in population. How much ever we try to keep clean. So, rats. Sometimes rats, infestation of rats. And we can't just let them live, and you know, okay, they're living and they're going to chase them away, or get them out. Then, so these things, yeah, we have to pay for it. But you know, we have to just chant Hare Krishna. That's it. It's not that. Oh, today I've killed, so I'll chant more. Not like this also. That is also an offense, right? but we have to chant hari krishna and be practical you know whatever needs to be done so what what to speak of this sometimes even you know when we have a land and then we want to make it a farm there are some trees and we have to cut down the trees and how sometimes the grass has to be cut or you know sometimes the trees have to be taken out mm-hmm. so things are like this will happen and even i mean paper for a book trees are killed so there are deaths which you know sometimes happen so the thing is we have to just you know become krishna conscious and then use of course the trees the paper can be used in krishna service cockroach cannot be used <laughs> so best thing is to keep clean but if somehow or other they come from somewhere then they have to be expelled not to do all right so prevention yeah That's why you see it's a very nice conversation here. It's my shared by. Dmitri, oh, he's saying thanks for your lecture. All Russian devotees miss you. Really, <laughs> we'd like to have you on a class, but Sunil Kumar said you have no time, so we will be inviting him instead. Yeah, you know, because he, I learned everything from him only. So. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I can come. Um, 
I will try my best. It's just that last few months have been a little bit very busy, but uh, hopefully I can, you know, make myself, make myself free, and then I, you know, have a class with you all. Also, that will be. I'll try. So now there is a con. Uh, Subala Prabhu has shared or oh, covered the entire screen. Okay. So it's very difficult to understand our philosophy, but still we have to preach. There is our mission. A little drop, maybe like a film or less than that. Still they are. And again, when you cleanse this, you kill them, you become implicated, you have killed, you have to suffer, they are disturbing, still you cannot kill them, this is your position, but Steve, but people are with, what is that, filth, bug killer, killing thousands of mosquitoes and flies, becoming implicated, Tamal Krishna, we shouldn't kill them, what What about if they are biting you, right in the process of biting you, hmm? Tamal Krishna, suppose a mosquito is biting you and sucking the blood, Prabhupada, yes, when they bite you can kill, according to laws of nature, but on the whole you cannot kill, Tamal Krishna, you cannot invent you can what is that? You cannot invent means. Um, Prabhupada, therefore mosquito curtain. Tamal Krishna, prevention. Prabhupada, prevention is better than cure. They are meant for that purpose. God has made. So instead of killing them, you protect your but if you are in the service of the Lord, you are not responsible. So like that we have to you know prevent this is a very nice uh, conversation. Thank you. Uh, Mm. Celestine Joseph Reynold Just a humble question, maybe a silly one Some of my friends say that among the three gods Shiva is the most powerful and supreme And few of my friends say Lord Vishnu is the most powerful Need your clarity on this please So Lord Vishnu is the most powerful Everywhere in the Shastras Now Anybody who says Shiva is powerful, they have to show reference from the Shastra. So, there's no reference like that where Shiva is powerful, most powerful, more powerful than Vishnu. There's no such thing. But here we have, Krishna says, no demigod, no, Lord Shiva also did not dare to say this. Krishna only said this. 7-7 of Bhagavad Gita. Matta parataram nanyat kinchidasti dhananjaya mai sarvamidam protam sutre manigana iva. O conqueror of wealth, there is no truth superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strung on a thread. So he is the supreme. There is no truth superior to him. Natat samascha bhyadikascha drishyate. No, we cannot. Uh, and there is nobody else above than him or equal to him also. Everybody is below, even Lord Shiva himself. That is also explained in Brahma Samhita. Kshiram yathad adhivikahar vishesha yoga sanjayate nahitata pritagasti heto. So, um, take that verse. So many verses. I mean, Lord Shiva himself is saying many, many places that Krishna is supreme. One second. Kshiram yathada dhivikara vishesha yoga sanjayate nahitata prithagasti heto yasham bhutama pitathasam upayati karyad just as milk is transformed into curd by the action of acids but yet the effect curd is neither same as nor different from its cause viz milk so I so I adore the primeval Lord Govinda of whom the state of Shambhu is a transformation for the performance of the work of destruction so like this then there is also this um, um, Aradhananam Sarvesham Vishnu Aradhanam Param 
Krishna Sukha also says Mukti Pradata Sarvesham Vishnurevana Samshaya huh? He is saying that Lord Krishna is the Supreme Then there we have this 424.28 Yah Param Ramhasa Sakshat Trigunat Jeeva Samgitat Bhagavantam Vasudevam Prapanna Sapriyohime Lord Shiva continued Any person who is surrendered to the Supreme Personality of God Krishna the control of everything, material nature as well as living entity, is actually very dear to me. So anyone who surrendered to Krishna is dear to him, not anyone who surrendered to him. Now, <clears throat> Dhiradas actually pointed out this thing, yes, we have in the 526 chapter, this is there, of killing insects. 17. So this whole verse says, By the arrangement of the Supreme Lord, low-grade living beings like bugs and mosquitoes suck the blood of human beings and other animals. Such insignificant creatures are unaware that their bites are painful to the human being. However, first-class human beings, Brahmanas, Kshatriyas and Vaishyas are developed in consciousness and therefore they, are, they know how painful it is to be killed. A human being endowed with the knowledge certainly commits sin if he kills or torments insignificant creatures who have no discrimination. The Supreme Lord punishes such a man by putting him into a hell known as Andhakupa, where he is attacked by all the birds and bees, reptiles, mosquitoes, lice, worms, flies and others, any other creatures he tormented during his life. They attack him from all sides, robbing him of the pleasure of sleep. Unable to rest, he constantly wanders about in, da- in the darkness. Thus, in Andhakupa, his suffering is just like that of a creature in the lower species. So this is, you know, how... Yeah, this is verse is there actually. In Fifth canto, twenty-sixth chapter. <clears throat> but anyway, Prabhupada also said, like, if the mosquito bites, then you have to kill. So if there is malaria going on and the mosquitoes are there, you know, the best thing is prevention, as Prabhupada said. Prevent. And then you can also have this, um, you know, the smoke. Smoke also gets them out of the. You know, they cannot handle that. That's why there is the frankincense is there. Musculo, mosquito repellent. You know, these things are there. So we can take advantage of those things rather than killing them. Um, so we have to find those kind of means. You know? So they will actually run away from a place and not wanting to come back. That will be the best option. Hmm. There must be natural ways to do that for cockroaches, for bugs or for anything. Which I don't know. But on the whole, the best thing is to prevent any such thing alright so thank you very much for that reference I think that's the end of it thank you all very much for joining and uh, we will continue with our regular program of live streams for I think two weeks we missed that so this Wednesday I mean still the services are there but you know we just have to move on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday with the Bhagavad Gita class in the evening Alright, thank you all very much. Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Antakodi Vaishnavrind ki jai, Nithai Gaur Primananda, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna. Oh, there is one more question by Kaka Singh. Okay, what's the time? <laughs> okay, let's do the question. What is the question? Mm. Yeah, this is the question.
Vrindika Singh, so one more question. In 7.16 it states that the four kinds of people that will render devotional service unto Lord Krishna. What is the difference between the inquisitive and one who is searching for knowledge of the Absolute? Are they, and they both inquisitive and curious? Okay, so it's interesting because when you translate it to English it will become a little bit similar sounding. But if you see... Oh, 716, let's go to 716. Chatur vidha bhajante maam janaha sukriti norjuna arto jignasur artharthi jnani cha bharatarshabha. O best among the Bharatas, four kinds of people and pious men begin to render devotional service unto me the distress, the desire of wealth, the inquisitive, and he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute. Now, if he is searching for knowledge, he should be inquisitive, isn't it? So, it sounds like the same thing, but when you see the Sanskrit, Jignasur is the inquisitive and Jnani is the wise. One who knows things as they are. So then why is he described as one who is searching for knowledge of the Absolute? So Jnani means one who understands that he is a soul. But he may not understand still that he has relation with the Super Soul and Supreme Soul. So those who understand that Aham Brahmasmi, I am a soul, I am not this body, they still don't have, they are considered Jnani because they have that knowledge of the spirit and matter, but they don't have knowledge still of the Supreme Spirit yet. So they are still um, not in search of complete knowledge, and, uh, they are not still in complete knowledge. Only a person, a Vaishnava, who understands the Supreme Soul is Krishna and he has his eternal relationship as a servant, he is in complete knowledge. So even if one has started on the path of transcendence, he is called Jnani. Hmm. So such a Jnani is still not perfect. He is not a Bhakta yet. So he is still in search for complete knowledge of the Absolute. He, he is aware of the of the preliminary knowledge of the Absolute. But he is not Brahmeti Paramatmeti Bhagavanadi Shabdhati. So the one who is on the Brahman platform, he is called Jnani. Like perfect examples were Shukadeva Goswami. He was a jnani from his birth, but when he heard the Bhagavatam and the you know the super excellent qualities of Krishna, then he became a bhakta. Other is the Sanat Kumar, the Chatur Kumaras, the four uh, Kumaras. They were also jnanis, but when they heard the glories of the Lord and they smelled the tulsi of the Lord and the incense, uh, they became devotees. So from jnani you can still climb higher to become a devotee. So such a person is still pious because to come to that stage is not easy. So, it is definitely pious. In fact, Mayavadi sannyasis are also very strict in their discipline, the real ones. Uh, they are very strict. So, they are they have some piety, definitely. They are jnani also. They know that we are not the body, and, but they still don't know that Krishna is supreme. So, such people also, if they, if they happen to contact a pure devotee, then they also become devotees. And that is explained here. No, this. Yatrottama shloka gunanuvada prastu yate gramya kathavighata nishevyamano nudinam mumukshor matim satim yachati vasudeve. 
who are the pure devotees mentioned here in an assembly of pure devotees there is no question of discussing material subjects like politics and sociology in an assembly of pure devotees there is discussion only of the qualities forms and pastimes of the supreme personality of godhead he is praised and worshiped with full attention in the association of pure devotees by constantly hearing such topics respectfully even a person who wants to merge into the existence of the absolute truth abandons this idea and gradually becomes attached to the service of vasudev another example is prakashananda saraswati sarvabhauma bhattacharya they were gyanis great great sanyasis used to learn from sarvabhauma bhattacharya you know, although he was a grihastha a great gyani sarvabhauma nobody in the whole earth could defeat him such scholarship he was an incarnation of brihaspati but when he heard about bhakti about the supreme personality of godhead from chaitanya mahaprabhu became a bhakta so they are all pious hmm. but then the problem with gyanis is if they become impersonalist if they become um, against the personality of godhead then they become offenders that's what makes them dangerous but if they're not offenders if they hear and if they are willing to change that is good chaitanya mahaprabhu changed such mayavadis into devotees hmm. if we can do that if we can convince him yeah, that is good but if they are not getting convinced and you stay away from that because the uh, rascals you know they, they deride the form of krishna they deride the supremacy of krishna so that will be detrimental to their spiritual lives but usually a gyani who is in the who is at least transcendently situated understanding the ramana soul he is better off than the others whereas an inquisitive is still in the material mode he is just trying to find out what is life and like preliminary questions like who am i but this person gyani he knows who he is he is a soul that much he knows but he doesn't know who he is in relation to the supreme soul so who is the supreme he doesn't know that so he is still inquisitive inquisitive on that sense he is still searching for the knowledge of the absolute but he is already on the platform of gyana gyana means not anything else gyana means like education modern education is not gyana is just shilpa vidya shilpa vidya means um, technical knowledge gyana means awareness self awareness like who am i spiritually so that person is gyani who knows that aham brahmasmi i am a soul that's starting he is already on the gyana platform but he still needs to go that's why all right i think that's the end of it thank you all very much shilapropad ki jai anand kurvashan jai nitago prema hari 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 krishna